Lord, sir. Oh, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen and variations thereof, welcome to the Selective Zorecast, a casual Elder Scrolls podcast. We ain't dead. We're, <laughs> we're we still all moved at the same time. We just Yeah, we just literally all relocated at the same time. Yeah. I'm coming to you from uh, Massachusetts in a hotel. I am officially a mass hole. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, my name is Rodden Deadite, and uh, with me today are... I'm James, also known as Aramethius. I'm Andrew, also known as Dwight Guar. I forgot the order for a second. <laughs> so I had to <laughs> like in the look. chat. Oh, we I had know. it all prepared and everything. Mm-hmm. I, I did my job. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm Nick. I also moved. I uh, So I said I'd never move back to Houston, so here I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm Ice Fire Warden. I'm new to the Lord community. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, are you a rotten liar. Um, <laughs> so, uh, whose lower beard is probably dragging on the ground. Yeah, right. Um, just new. I got buy it to the cast, just, you know, exchange program. We, we, the Dark we, Souls community. we, uh, we, we actually invited him on the cast today because, uh, he's canon and, uh, he's the only, he's the only member of the lore community who has canon lore. So, um, and I'm actually not kidding. So, <laughs> um, so uh, today we're talking about the Fighters Guild, um, which, I mean, you know, <laughs> that uh, unfortunately is for me, I don't know about you guys, but it's just not a really fascinating subject. Um, I there's, mean, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a necessary subject. Uh-huh. I feel like, like, like in this world, uh-huh. it's just kind of like a, it would be it would be strange to not have it. But yeah, having it isn't necessarily, you know, exciting. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's it's the mayonnaise of the sandwich of the guilds. Yeah, yeah. everybody's mm-hmm. got one on. Everybody needs mm-hmm. it, but you just don't you don't really taste it. Um, yeah, and uh, uh, which is great because I I haven't done one of these casts in like two months, so um, I'm really glad I'm coming back to this. It's been a minute. Yeah. Boring this ass library, um, but. If you play ESO, there's some uh, an interesting thing that happens to the Fighters Guild in the respect that it almost isn't in it. Um, it's <laughs> a uh, the Fighters Guild in ESO is um, an organization dedicated to fighting Daedra and werewolves and mm-hmm. I think vampires. And uh, it seems a little bit odd, one might think, for uh, what I mean. Well, in in most games and for probably I would. I would hazard a guess. I don't think I'll get too much blowback on this, but I think the Fighters Guild is generally sort of like a uh, an organized team of mercenaries in most games. Um, that's kind of the way they read in Oblivion to me. Um, mercenaries mixed with like a football club. It's mm-hmm. they 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 don't they they aspire to be more than mercenaries. Is the thing. Um, I was doing I was doing some digging, and there's actually a, a, there's a um, a recruitment poster uh-huh. um, in ESO. And yep. this literally, it starts off, is mercenary work too dull? Yeah. Is soldiering too structured? Yeah. So vol- it's, it, it, it's almost like a volunteer fire department. Yeah. Yeah. Vo- vol- volunteer Tamriel Defense Force um, um, sort of thing. It's, it's, they're, they're, tra- they're trying to be more than just mercenaries, which is kind of what they are in most, yeah, in most of the games, despite a little the bit more that than that's mercenary. not really what they started as. Yeah, and it's uh, in ESO. Their uh, their what their 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 pitch is basically. Well, you're more than a mercenary, but in ESO, what that means is that you're fighting Daedra. And yep. not to give too much of the plot away for it, I guess I can spoil it. It's part of the mainline it's, ESO. It's so seven, seven years old. Yeah. Seven years. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the um, point of this cast is to 
spoiled. Yeah, I guess so. It's in the, the there. I've, I put spoilers in the tags. Um, and uh, in in ESO, the Fighters Guild is actually a. Um, they're they're uh, sponsored, if you will. Um, they they run a, a Patreon, and uh, their their number one sponsor is uh, Meridia, as it turns out. Brought and, to you by Meridia Industries. Uh, Meridia Industries, and <laughs> um, they actually have uh, sort of they've been kind of contracted to f- specifically to fight Mole like Ball, but it's not like Meridia is short on. Not, it's not like there's a shortage of people to fight Molek Ball, I guess, but I mean, no, X problems, you know, X by yeah. Meridia. Yeah. And that's, um, that's kind of, uh, of the overall plot of, um, the Fighters Guild in ESO is finding out that there's been some difficulty with getting the, the Fighters Guild has had some internal conflict and not everybody was on board with the idea of going, of, of serving a Daedric Lord. Imagine that, um, yeah. and and it is actually a little bit unusual that uh, uh, in in previous ages and in previous games the Fighters Guild has been sort of mercenaries plus, you know, and uh, um, and all of a sudden the Fighters Guild in ESO is kind of turned into in a roundabout way, in a sort of a wink and a, and a nudge kind of way, a Daedric quest, um, and. Uh, and that makes it interesting, which is great. Um, <laughs> if you've played Oblivion, you'll know that the Fighters Guild quests in Oblivion are the ones that you play when you're bored. Um, they, uh, I don't know what they had planned for the Fighters Guild in Oblivion, but uh, well, it wasn't really earth-shattering, except you do get to, at one point, you know, they see something that may or may not be a hist. Yeah, there's, there's some hist oh my God. going on in there. James, are you okay? Yep, fine. Sweet Jesus. He's dead! There's been an earthquake. He lives in England. Someone call an ambulance. There he is. Because he can't do it in America. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and we're back on health insurance. And we're back, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this kills the James. <laughs> and, uh, oh, I, by the way, I apologize for the, those of you who are watching this on YouTube um, because I'm casting literally from a single PC setup that I constructed out of um you know spit and uh duct tape and um, a pc yeah th- there's there's no chat on the screen right now um so yeah you're just gonna have to take my word for it that everybody in chat right now is saying really amazing and phenomenally deep things and none of you get to know what it is um at the moment trying to claim that um, meridia's beacon is a, is a webcam and meridia yeah. has an only fans account so <laughs> you're missing quality stuff yeah nothing but meridia feet pics yeah. absolute genius is the lot of them we so smart uh <laughs> smart so uh un- unfortunately that that's uh uh the the model that they used for the air quotes hist tree in oblivion turned out to just be like a regular ash tree so we didn't even get anything cool there um, well, I think it, it except little, the implication little, that uh, maybe just there are histories everywhere and we don't know because they're just regular trees. Yeah, um, if you if you can look mm-hmm. at it like that, and also that apparently, um, oh dear, I just went red. I may be dropping. Hmm. Uh, now that I think about it, the idea that maybe I've, there are no trees, everything's just a history. Yeah, yeah, we're buffering. Mm. Oh, oh, uh, I can yeah. hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah, you're, we're, we're coming through fine for us, but I don't think yeah. chat is getting it. No, I don't think chat's getting it. I think it. Uh, I think we may have effed. Um, 
Mm. Uh, we're kind of coming back up. Okay, there we are. Oh, good okay. stuff. Mm. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Keep, us on, keep us on our toes here. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, the stream to Twitch is going to be a little bit weird, but the good news is I'm recording all of this, and uh, so it'll at the very least end up on YouTube uh, completely, but uh, every once in a while you may hear me just go, all right, hold on a second, and we have to wait for me to come back up. <laughs> um, like the old days. Gonna make yeah. editing it fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it'll be better on YouTube. I could just blow through it. Actually, if it if we start to f, then I'll just um, I'll just blow through it. And we, we don't have to. Yep. It'll it'll work and, out. And chat can just be confused. Yeah, chat can just be confused. Yeah. Um. So uh, let's see. Uh, these are the Twi the Fighters Guild. Um. So let's 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 talk a little bit about why an organization of mercenaries might be a good idea. Um. And the first uh, example that came to mind when I was thinking about why you need a, uh, a Fighter's Guild in uh, the Elder Scrolls universe is because um, there doesn't often seem to be a... Uh, uh, well, I, I mean, in, in, the, in real life, there have been in real life situations where there were well-organized militias, to use an American term, um, in... Uh, uh, that were sort of sanctioned or at least allowed to exist by the government. And it was uh, it usually ended up being basically organizations that rented bodyguards in large portions out to um, lords and uh, estates and etc. Uh, and in some cases formed or augmented armies for people who needed them. See also the samurai. Although in fairness, uh, yeah, in Tamriel, that that that's almost how it happens. Uh -huh. But they don't augment lords' armies; they replaced them. Uh -huh. Is how it goes. Because see, also the, the samurai. Uh -huh. Yeah, mm. yeah. A little, well, a little bit. Well, Lord, lords. I mean, in 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 feudal Japan, there were still uh, a lot of um, uh, royally appointed people who had standing, effectively standing armies. But they had, uh, but like samurai would serve a lord. Um, it was samurai was really more of a uh, um, I don't want to say a, a line of employment, but more of a job description. Um, mm. So, like it, like at at some point, you know, at some point or another, you could use the term interchangeably for soldier, depending on when in Japan's history you're talking about. Um, Especially under the shogunate. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so uh, nine times out of ten. Usually the well, in my recollection, let me say that before I, before I say anything definitively, when you had a situation where there was a large, a relatively large number of uh, air quotes mercenaries, um, switch sides at the last minute, Richard the Third and Henry the Seventh, maybe Seventh, can't remember any. Owen and um, Chad I, is pointing out that there was a guild under a lord that switched sides last minute and made the difference between Richard the Third versus Henry I the Seventh. I think it was. It wasn't a guild. It was a it was a particular lord. I want to say not not Strathmore. It begins with S, though. That's all I can remember. Um, and he kind of um, he supposedly died. Um, Richard the Third supposedly died, screaming treason, 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 because oh. he was expecting this lord to come in on his side, and he declares for Henry right in the middle of the battle. Um, so. So hell, um, a guy could have sent a memo. That's, muff, that's yeah. messed up. Yeah, Just waiting until the last minute one to see what the final offer was. And Pretty that Lord Tiber Septum. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, when when the uh, uh, when 
when these organizations started, basically, if you okay, so this doesn't take much uh, imagination to understand that uh, if you start building an organization full of well-armed, well-equipped, and and, and tra- reasonably trained individuals, eventually you reach a critical mass where you begin to really make people with um, power nervous. And uh, that's one of the reasons why the uh, Warriors Guild or the Fighters Guilds in various uh, games uh, have a contract of some kind for their people to sign because they need to be able to tell uh, authorities, air quotes, authorities, as, 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 authority, as, as much of an authority as you can get depending on when in Tamriel you're talking, um, mm. kings or princes or lords or councils or whatever, that your uh, organization is not going to be used to usurp the throne or council or whatever the hell. And uh, that, that it's not going to be used for revolution, basically. And at that point, what you end up with is a contract that has rules in it. And things start to look a hell of a lot like police. Um, and that, I think, is where the, uh, the Fighters Guild in the Elder Scrolls hasn't really been fully exploited, I think, is the idea of uh, um, mercenaries or uh, an organization like the Fighters Guild being used to investigate or, at the very least, enforce laws. Um, and then that's something that you do a little bit of in Oblivion, but you do it under the official capa- under an official capacity for a uh, for one of the um, I don't remember which was it Brabble? I don't remember. That um, sounds right. I think so. Uh, and um, but you're literally being hired by the uh, uh, regional uh, ruler to uh, to perform that. Uh, the advantage that the Fighters Guild has for uh, the Elder Scrolls sort of like economy is that it allows anybody, anybody with enough dosh to purchase one or more thugs for hire um, without having to deal with the seedier side of, uh, the, of the economy, without having to hire, you know, um, cutthroats and murderers. Well, well, well not only that, it, it <clears throat> I would say it also serves as a sort of economic rejuvenator. Because we have so many, I mean, if we looked at game data, which I know is not indicative of lore, but if you look at the populations of the games, mm-hmm. there are far more bandits than there are people. And I mean, I think this is clearly so that we have stuff to fight. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, if, if there is a large chunk of the population that has turned to brigandry and banditry and, and, and you know, they're, they're being ne'er-do-wells or whatever. Um, <laughs> Then, <laughs> yeah, like Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, then, I mean, we have a lot of of, I suppose, capital to put it that way. I mean, mm-hmm. they've got they've got their gear, they've got their money. They tip over, you know, wealthy caravans. And they steal this. And they control that. And the Fighters Guild tends to, I mean, I like in in Oblivion, um, if you finish the Fighters Guild quest line and you are now the head of the Fighters Guild. You get to, I think it's like every in-game week or every in-game month or something, you get a cut of the treasure that's that's received from, you know, different members of the guild going out and fighting bandits or Daedra or, or whatever it is. So that all that loot is coming back into the, the civilizations and it, it 
sort of reintroduces that wealth that was stolen back to, you know, whatever city or municipality or, or you know, city, state, whatever. Uh, and I mean, I don't know if that's a, a, an intentional thing in, in the writing, but I mean, it seems mm-hmm. to me that's, that's kind of how it works. Well, I, I, I always kind of figured that, I mean, you don't, they didn't really have the time or inclination, I think, to develop the hell out of like a fighter's guild contract. But I would imagine that if somebody in ESO or something like that got the chance to write out a fighter's guild contract, there would usually be like some kind of a packaging system or something where it's like, you know, you could pay a flat sum for, you know, like it would be like hiring uh, uh, somebody to work on your house. Um, there's like a, fl- a flat fee and then there's, you know, uh, if, or, or, or better yet, the way that you actually hire honest to God bodyguards in, in, uh, in, at least in modern, uh, times is, um, hazard pay. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's a difference between the rate that they earn when they're just standing around looking tough and the rate that they earn when they're actually fighting people. And, uh, and they generally charge by day and not by hour. And there's a uh, there might even be in the case of some contracts, you might say, OK, I need you to go in and clear out this cave full of goblins, which sounds like a very oblivion kind of thing to happen where you have to hire yeah. five guests, have to hire some. Oh, we've got these goblins are raiding our damn cows again. And you have to go out and hire some mercenaries to go clean out the local cave. And you just tell them you can keep whatever loot you can find. And if you agree to, they can keep whatever loot they can find. Then maybe they knock a little bit, like they might knock 15% yeah. off or something like that, okay. you know, yeah. uh, depending on what they're about to go into. Yeah. My bad. Uh, oh, also, I want to apologize for I'm not really talking too much. I had a uh, cavity fill today, so my mouth is still fucking numb as hell. Oh, so. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I like uh, to play with it. Like, it, like you poke your jaw and it feels like you're poking somebody else's jaw. Don't, don't, yeah, it fucking feels weird as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I like to but, live uh, in that that little space mm-hmm. right there where you're like, "Is that my job?" <laughs> <laughs> what else would it be? <laughs> um, but with the, um, mm-hmm. I do want to say that it does seem to be implied that, unlike how most militias are kind of in a response to people basically want to have their own little private army to go against Andiness, basically against a larger authority. And Arrow Scrolls, at least in Tamriel, the fire skill seems to be a response to the fact that there wasn't any armies anybody right. could turn to. Mm-hmm. Because yes. in originally during the Akaviri Pontitate, uh, Vertusus Shea, I'm just calling him Shea because it's just easier. It's easier. Uh, he <clears throat> had a lot of basically a lot of detractors, basically a lot of Remanists who did not like his rule. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the independent kingdoms throughout the, the continent were basically trying to uprise against him. So he basically took the legion and went on numerous campaigns to basically squash every other army in the continent. Uh-huh. And he seceded, which the Imperial Legion was the only standing army for the longest time in uh-huh. Tamriel, and probably still is to this day. But because there was only one long standing army and there wasn't any smaller little individual garrisons that you could actually maintain to field any troops to help support any other kingdoms, that's where the Sith film came from, which were the right. project. The progenitors to the fire skill, they were basically mercenaries hired out to do the grunt work that the Imperial Legion didn't want to basically deal with mm-hmm. because they were the only people around qualified to deal with stuff. Yeah, they have to stand around in uh, yeah, forts all day and assume the supervisory position. And, you know, yeah, pretty much. And, and even if, you know, you do have a local legionary garrison, the paperwork involved in getting help is probably help. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's right. Like, because you have to get it, you have to get approval from the fort commander who has to get approval from the regional commander who has to get, blah, blah, blah. 
goes all the way up and then has to come all the way down. And by the uh-huh. time you get approval to do that, everybody's already been. Dead. You got to sign out for yeah. that sword. You can't take that sword anyway. You got to sign out for it. The hell are you doing? In triplicate. Yeah. Uh-huh. By, 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 by which time the rats have taken over your basement and established their own independent uh-huh. fiefdom. Uh-huh. But, but yeah, that's um, that's God, the kind of how it works. Like Vogons kind of makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it's that sort of kind of makes sense that the, the fighters guild is um, just making it. It's one of those guild. It's one of those guilds where having one single thing that is a guild actually makes a whole heap of sense. Uh-huh. If just from just from a force control point of view, if you are yeah. trying to make sure that no one can build up independent military power from you, then just say right. The only people are, who are allowed to carry swords and wield them in l- relatively large numbers are people who I have licensed. You can only use them for a certain amount of time. Uh-huh. It's, it's a, it's a big move towards sort of a centralized state for Tamriel, so to yeah. speak, which well, is one. And, well, and I, the same. I, I can't, I can't help, but, but think of it in a similar way to like how the Dunmer handled the Morag tongue. Right. It's, it's a part of the culture and, while assassination is illegal in Morrowind, if you remember the Morag Tongue, you have a way past that illegality, and that is well, I have this mm. this writ here. Here, Which take is, a look, and, and you but know, I am and, rich, so <laughs> yeah. so if, if if you've ever played Morrowind, which I'm I'm sure all of us have, um, uh, you know, and and you do the Morag Tongue assassinations, and a guard stops you. You go, oh hey, I have this writ, and I go, oh okay, I see everything. I can do. Order. You see this? It says I can do whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> mm. This just says I can do whatever I want. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the way that system works <clears throat> is that the theory goes is that you are supposed to hand it in. Uh-huh. It's not um, like yeah. the um, there are a bunch of players that keep that try to keep them as trophies and say, aha, I didn't need these. I'm that good. Uh-huh. But the way the system works in the law is that you need to hand yeah. them in to rectify. Yes, this is an official assassination. It's but, part of um, the process. It's part of the paper. Sign here. Yeah. And yeah. so, so what, what I'm trying to drive at here is there are no other assassination guilds that do other than maybe the Dark Brotherhood. Oh, they don't exist. But, but <laughs> I mean, not they're, they're they're more everywhere but Morrowind. Uh-huh. Um, I think, and I think that's because of the Morag Tongue. They 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 guard their territory. Um, What's but, the origin of the Rat Quest being the first mission for the Fighters Guild? Okay, so um, it's a role playing game, and uh, a lot of the uh, developers who are working on Morrowind know full well that the first adventure you have your party do in any RPG is go kill rats in a basement. What, what do you do at the beginning or, of Fallout One? Yeah. You leave the vault and kill some rats. Kill some rats. Yeah, uh, Baldur's mm-hmm. Gate. Um, yeah, somebody's got a problem with rats in their in their basement. That's what you do. So that's why Rat Quest is the first mission for Fighters. Just, just, just a just a just a nod to RPG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Except um, it also involved pillows. Yeah, that was my. You know, in a perfectly normal way. I always took all the pillows. Just to, just to wash your hands after. Yeah, pillows in a like in a in a normal like. Capacity, not not like a larger volume oh, of pillows. I, I not, made I not made a, not a dysfunctional amount of pillows. Just a, a I would, regular. I would call. I I collected pillows. pillows. <clears throat> I made I made a fort for myself. Yeah. Dren plantation. Yeah. Out of a yeah. perfectly reasonable quantity of pillows. And, and I made a of, statue a out of stacked clothes, a helmet, and a sword. And he was like this. What's the metaphysical implement implication, and why does it lead to amaranth? Um, Captain, are you the only moderator available, or can you ban yourself? 
Well, well, uh, if, yeah. if you oh. promise to finish one of these first, I can explain it to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so to, to me, it to me it seems like uh, the Fighters Guild functions similarly to that. They're similarly, similarly. Wow, there we go. To what uh, we've been saying, but also, I kind of see them as like a, like a like a union. Like yeah, a little bit. Oh, yeah, so up, like oh yeah, we're, we're, we're the bodyguard union. We're, we're, we we form together not just so that the ye olde lord can be protected, but uh, also so that we can say, "You want us to do what?" Yeah, we're not. Well, we're, I, yeah, you, and what? I get the feeling it's 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 <clears throat> a lot like a like a club too. Like that. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how often people do that nowadays, but you know, like the Shriners or the uh, you know Freemasons or um uh, what's what's that? The, odd, the, the odd fellows you know these these groups that they just kind of do their thing and and you know like come there's a there's a camaraderie sort of thing there might be some you know traditional almost ritual ritualistic kind of stuff that you know um, um now now the only thing in my head mm. is the fighters guild being the tamrielic equivalent of your of, of like a golf country club yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, of, it's just full of it's just full of the kind of people you would instead find of there. plaid trousers, yeah. it's just you know plated greaves. What's the difference? Um, yeah, I think that's well, more yeah. the undaunted. They're the ones that had the most fun. Well, I honestly, yeah. I think the I think the undaunted. I think they were only included in ESO to separate to 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 have the like dungeons and trials and stuff separate from the Fighters Guild. But I would consider the undaunted as a subset of the Fighters Guild. It's, it's like life. that's it's like the sports division of the fighters guild. <laughs> yeah. Plus, plus, yeah. It's, plus, it's something yeah. that um, that kind of springs up during the interregnum. It's it's because um, because all of the institutions are breaking <clears throat> down because of the three banners war and all mm-hmm. that. Um, then the, even the fighters guild isn't isn't quite what it should be. Yeah. I mean, since um, when you've got centralized anything, um, then it's going to have problems. And the fighters guild is centralized. Um, yeah. And particularly if you've got people, I don't know. I don't know how obvious the um, it is that you're doing stuff for Meridia. Um, I'd imagine that there are some high ups that might be a bit of, might be aware of it and not like it, and so they they want to say, "Aha, we want to go off and just kill stuff. We, yeah. we, do, we don't want any Daedric strings attached." So well, I imagine that's where the Undaunted might come from. But there's also a lot of, um, I mean, I mean, you're going to deal with having to keep your people happy. And um, I don't know culturally what uh, members of the fighter, the kind of people who would join the Fighters Guild, what do they think about serving Daedra? You know, I mean, that's true. That's, that historically doesn't work well for a lot of people. <laughs> and, well, well, and and you're, and not a lot of people have, are going to know about it. Well, and in any group of people, I mean, you you can't really treat them as a monolith in terms of you know, their opinions and life experiences and worldviews, right? Mm-hmm. So some may be more okay with dealing with a Daedra than others would be. I mean, you're going to have a spectrum yeah. in, in the entire population. Mm-hmm. So, but, but in I order mean, to sort of keep the peace among the troops, you kind of yeah, just have to come up with a hard yeah, and fast yeah, rule. Some, yeah, yeah, some kind of, some kind of uh, standard, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, it's, are you going to follow the rules or not? If not, mm-hmm. okay, bye. Look, I mean, you can be a sellsword uh, if you want, but yeah, yeah. if you want medical... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> another another thought I had was was I was thinking about uh the various sellsword 
groups or, or companies like in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. We've got, um, you know, the, the, the Black Sun, isn't that where Dahar, uh, Dario Naharis is? is mm-hmm. That's his group. Uh, yeah, the Black Suns. Um, I mean, that's they're just roving bands of mercenaries who have mm-hmm. grouped together. And yeah, we'll, we'll be your army for a certain amount of money. I mean, I think of that kind of idea could apply to the Fighters Guild. There's just a lot of people who are uh, interested in the martial aspects of life and they want the adventure and they want the gold. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's so many different um, uh, different reasonings behind why someone would join the Fighters Guild. Um, you know, maybe you're a retired soldier or... or I sure do love killing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you took absolutely. an arrow in the knee or... Yeah, something. yeah, yeah. I mean, you can still be of some use, right? I mean, that's that that seems like kind of a, a logical step for for these people to take. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like like we were kind of hinting at, I don't think we ever actually explicitly said it, but you know, the fighters guild existing to try and curb other fighters guilds that aren't other, under imperial control mm-hmm. and therefore are less safe. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that that could be kind of a political purpose, and um, I don't think. Anyone's mentioned the is it the guild charters or the, the, the guild the, act? The guild mm-hmm. act, yeah, that's what. Yeah, because uh, Duche, I believe, established that, or was it Severian yep. Chorak? It was one of the. Two. Uh, it was his dad. It was Shea. It was it okay. Was okay, yeah, I knew it was one of the one of the snake fellas. Um, but yeah, that that allowed for the mages guild, the fighters guild. I don't think the thieves guild is part of that. Mm. Uh, no, because no, no. no. Because the because the thieves guild is not inclined a guild. It's, it's it's, it, this isn't Discworld. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. You have. Yeah. You had. Uh, yeah, the, uh, I think it's just those two, guild. isn't it? Yeah. Major skill. Major well, skill. No. Fighter skill. You do have other skill, ones. Prostitute you... guild. Sinnerist guild. Oh, Car- guild, yeah. cartog- the cartographers guild that exists. Yeah. You you have all of the mundane yeah. ones. Yeah. That, that aren't that interesting in to play in a computer game. Um, I don't know, man. Cartographer's to, Guild sounds like it'd be fun. I, I to be it. fair, yeah. <laughs> we got some interesting stuff about the Architects Guild. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And the, um, uh-huh. uh, what's it called? The Bards Guild? Yeah. Uh, that, 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 uh, uh, that's more the Bards College, if you the think. Bards College. Bards College. That's Elder Scrolls yeah, Five. Yeah. I, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't think they would need a charter. It's just you, you, you graduate from there, and people, and people yeah, know that you're it's, supposedly these. It's like a like an like an art yeah. school, like you know, you're st- I, study I have with my BA, my bachelor's in acoustics. Yeah, and <laughs> they're thinking about the Cinerus Guild, who are actually they're basically like the troubadours. They do bar, they do bar stuff. They do they're, they're, okay. they're yeah, basically like the lore community in a sense in Daggerfall. Oh, no, they're the ones that terrible. deal with writing like fiction and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, they don't have those in Lorewind because like they have the savants. That's that's well, the, and, the lore guild in, in, so in Lorewind. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna twist things back into a cultural thing. We know that that the uh, the fighters guild exists in the empire. It is a specifically imperial organization. There are other organizations that exist in other places, such as the companions. Um, how do the companions differ from the fighters guild? Well, well, for one, they don't fight werewolves. Yeah, they're kind of working. <laughs> they're kind of almost working under the radar. I have no radar. idea why. Like, yeah, the the, 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 the companions are definitely working under everything. the radar. They they also have like the companions also had a tie-in to a very very important cultural event for yep. all Nords. Yeah. Um, 
And so they, they, they had this uh, reputation to uphold as being like the extension of this organization of warriors that yeah. came over to Tamriel from yeah. um, Iskramor and, and the 500 Companions mm-hmm. or thereabouts. 500 football yeah. yeah, it's an old franchise. That. That's right, Captain. Yeah. Yeah, you also have to remember that uh, Cyrodiil really relies on Skyrim, not in regards to just trade, but also in regards to troops for the Legion. Mm-hmm. So they probably really don't want to piss off the Norse that much by basically telling them to take one of their most cherished uh, organizations based around their yeah. earliest points in history and tell them uh-huh. to go fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, don't, probably, I don't know. It's not, it, it, we, we don't do any fighting. We're just we're just a historical club. Yeah, I don't. We offer companionship. <laughs> I mean, I kind of, I kind of think and of go of, on outings. I kind of think of Yorvoskar as um, oh, what's what's the hall? Of Beowulf, what is what is Beowulf's hall? Oh, sure. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Like yeah. it's 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 a mead hall. It's a mead basically. hall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and mm. so it's where um, you go you know, and you boast of the things that you've done. Yeah. Yeah. Thirst is very similar. Uh, um, fight with and, your companions and and quench your thirst with mead. Oh God! Yeah, so I, so I think it's Tamriel's equivalent of medieval times. Ooh. <laughs> I don't I don't know that the Empire would necessarily look at that as Oh yeah, this is like the fighters guild. They're gonna, you know, it's it's more cultural, like the Morag Tong. The Morag mm-hmm. Tong is allowed to exist. Yeah. Um. I mean, of course, we despite efforts to stop it. Uh, yeah, we got the treaty well. of the armistice that that at least provisions for that. But for the Nords, I mean, maybe it could be a placative. Placative is that a word? Um, mm-hmm. Sure. Go, where, go for where, it. Where, where you know we're not trying to piss off Skyrim. Um. The, yeah, you can have this this club i mean you're just sitting around drinking telling tales right that's that's all you're doing oh yeah sure wink wink um yeah, whatever yeah nice know, armor we, we, it's we, we have no yeah. we have no idea what you're talking about uh-huh. well it's uh i mean the that's the thing about the companions that kind of throws me is that they're air quotes secretly werewolves um they didn't really try very hard to hide it yeah <laughs> And they're being hunted by what? Um, not vigilance of Stundar. Um, the silver, the silver, the hand. silver hand. Yeah, the silver yeah. hand. Um, but but but. Oh, I know. But but I mean, the thing that I'm forgetting is that the original conception for all of these guilds was that you were supposed to be able to play with the guild or against the guild, mm-hmm. and so you were supposed to be able to join the silver hand originally in in Skyrim. But they uh, and, and couldn't quite possibly fit it. possibly consider. What if the Silver Hand has a reputation of being just crazy conspiracy lunatics? Right, exactly. Yeah, and and if they if they had kept that part of the quest in in the game, maybe you would have gotten that angle where it was you know where they would have been able to talk about how well how well or how badly the companions have been able to hide their canine tendencies. <laughs> um, but and, uh, and, or, or and, whether and, I mean I, I want because I were I think it's interesting how werewolves have become a a matter of fact for the companions when that was never a thing that Isgrimor had to deal with. I mean, Isgrimor may have been a dragon, and the five hundred companions might have been dragons, according to the the out of game text. Um, Isgrimor and the five hundred or thereabouts companions, or something like that. The, the return of Isgrimor, I think, is is mm-hmm. what it's called because um, he. Because Kirkbride starts and he lists all all the companions or a bunch of them, uh-huh. not all of them. That's five hundred names. That'd be a lot. And then he, John, when they when John, they come, John and John, <laughs> and, and when they when they come back, all of a sudden their names are dragon names. Uh-huh. 
and and they've been you know uh Isgramore is is malifax i think is is the name that he gives them i think uh, that was possibly something to do with mk trying to establish the idea that the Nords were transcalpic in some way, shape, or form, and that yeah. the, the, dra- the dragons of each Kalpa were the Nords of the previous or something. Yeah, yeah. I, that was, I remember that, was an idea that somewhere. I liked. I, I always kind of liked that idea. Mm. Um, and I think that was something Evan Smith and I were talking about once. I thought, well, what if what if Alduin is the last dragonborn from the previous Kalpa who failed in his duty, and so the Kalpa mm. was eaten, uh-huh. and and then. You know, Alduin was gone, and now the last dragonborn is Alduin now. Oh, and so, like, pretty like, dragon's dog winning here. Yeah, a little oh, bit. Does it? Yeah. I don't know. Never, ne- never played it. Yeah, and then you well, do various things, and so you you do various things, and then whenever anyone looks at you, all you can see is a dragon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that that that's sort of a line. There's a but, one, one of my favorite stories from actual Nordic mythology is a story of a uh, of a uh, of a. Uh, a, a, a hero, uh, a, a, a one Viking, but an, a Nordic hero who goes out and defeats a dragon and steals its horde, uh, brings it back to his um, his town, and uh, you know puts it into his keep, and then won't let anybody touch the gold, and eventually actually turns into a dragon. Yeah, so the gold turned the, the the lust for 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 his own gold turns him into a dragon, and um, I think that's got like that, that's kind of a. Uh, um, that's a good angle to, to, to throw things with, uh, with, with Tamriel, but, uh, the idea of, uh, dragons or, or really anything turning into what it, uh, the, the outer reflection is reflecting the nature of the thing. So if you, you know, it's a little bit like mantling. If you, if you behave enough like a dragon, you'll turn into one. Uh, yeah, whether you want to or not. Is that, yeah, Jeff that... Be- is that why Jeff Bezos went to space? No, that was, <laughs> that's when he turned a rock into his own penis. Oh, that's right. That was that was the that was the symbolism. That's there. what it was. Yeah. Um, so the thing that I that, that I sort of enjoy about thinking about the Fighters Guild as as being you know um, swords for contract um, is how this affects the uh, literally like the common farmer, the common you know middle class homeowner of Tamriel. You know, um, how does that apply to daily life for somebody? When you, uh, I mean, provided you're not literally living in a keep, um, you don't have, you know, heavily armed guys walking around making sure that nobody steals from you. So you kind of have to take matters into your own hands a lot when you're living out, you know, in the country. And uh, and I think that's one of the things that um, that the you know that the Fighters Guild offers is that. Uh, the different so for example just hypothetically speaking if you found yourself a victim of the thieves guild or just bro- or local ruffians or something and you need to uh, get a little bit of enforcement happening uh, uh not, i'm not saying revenge but i mean you know you, you got to make you got to you got to get people to respect your authorita um and and stay the hell off your property uh, then you have very little choice except to go out and hire um, some some tough looking sons of bitches with some weaponry. Um, the problem is that eventually, if you uh, so like for example, uh, imagine um, uh, House Dress in Morrowind uh, living on their farm. Um, they had 
yeah, they had guys in like very, very serious armor walking around their um, farm, uh, you know, uh, literally attack like attacking anybody who got anywhere near it. Um, I think as as the Nerevarine, I don't think you can even walk into that onto the land without getting just attacked out of nowhere. I think I don't remember. Um, which, which what what place are you talking about? Uh, there's a the address farm outside of uh, Vivek. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 no, that's Dren, Dren, Dren Plantation. Dren Plantation. Yeah. yeah, but it's owned yeah, by... Yeah, that's, that's owned by... Uh, no, you're right, Ven- yeah. Venom Dren yeah. is, the, is the head there. Not his house brother, dress at all, yeah. No, Which, no, he, no they're, they're, because they're, they're Hilalu counselors. Right, uh, but that, that actually and, even goes further to my point, is that it's not, enough, it's not part of the House Lalu um, canton. It's not yeah. a, you know, it's it's just, it's a rich guy and his fort that mm-hmm. he's built, you know, as yeah. much as he can without literally building a fort. I, I always I always kill everyone there and make it my house, and then I release all the slaves. That's, my, um, uh, I think that's just down to the nature of, of, of force within a universe like the Elder Scrolls. It's mm-hmm. not like, it's not as easy as enforcing a... A, a series of restricted sales channels mm-hmm. for for getting people with swords like it is with guns. Right. It's, it's it's much much harder to stop that stop that sort of thing from proliferating. Yeah. And, and so you're go you're going to get a degree of independent operators if you like. Sure. Um. That um that will um that will buy will be able to be either buy the kit or pay someone to make it for them. Um. And so that they can, um. And so they can actually have their own swords to run around with yeah. the bit the bit that i'm kind of curious about is how and is how things like the blackwood company happen um because they sort of act as that that you read the, the press in oblivion and they're treated as kind of like the new alternative competition to the fighters guild right but it should be a state monopoly on violence mm-hmm. yeah um, that's, it should that's be. the theory that that yeah that an organization can come out and say hire us instead of the fighters guild yeah they in theory, they should be stamped on. The re- the regulator should come knocking and say, "Can you hand over your swords, please?" Yeah, well, we need to, we need to see what kind of contracts you people are signing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. well, it's um, all part of the um, guild act as well, though, because <clears throat> one of the reasons why you know you can contract out you know different members of different guilds to do particular jobs, but the reason why, and like I know, like a uh, big example, of this is an ESO's like final kind of quest line in regards to the you know going into basically reverse invading Kohar mm-hmm. is that when the well, basically the free governments of the time can't agree on actually just you know working together because that's the easy option and this is the game you know so they're like well we'll just you know give basically allow all the guilds to just band together and just go you know fuck Molobov's day up because you mm-hmm. know yeah, we'll get yeah, that, that was, authority we'll because yeah. That, was, yeah, that was a major plot point was that uh, the Fighters Guild and Majors Guild did not take sides in the Three Banners War. That was, mm-hmm. that was a major, that was why they are the ones that are spearheading the fight against the plane meld. Um, you get, uh, you know, you get daily quests through the Fighters Guild. Okay, you got to close three dolmens. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the Majors Guild, I don't, I don't remember what the Majors Guild daily is. You go find books. Yeah, yeah, read, yeah, go read some books. <laughs> read a book. Which, I mean, that doesn't have anything to do with the interregnum. I, I, I make an argument for like, why restoration is a valid school of. Uh, you're just being a nerd. Yeah, yeah. that's the whole mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Uh, Look, all you have to do is just go eat three books. Yeah, just just, just eat them. Consume yeah, the lore. Them. Yeah, 
<laughs> you are what you eat, I guess. Yes, eat it to become it. Um, I'm, and... I'm almost surprised that they that they do that actually, because I would almost consider the existence of an independent guild in the situation that the interregnum is to be to be a threat. It's something that the factions can't control uh-huh. or well, don't you control. You, mm. you can't. Um, that's I think that's oh, that's, that's uh, why um, Shay uh, Ultimate Shade actually create the guild act because you can't while they're officially a part and licensed by the empire the empire doesn't have direct control over them they can't use them to fight interprovisional wars and the provinces can't use them to fight in other you know provinces with them but at the same time the guilds can't just wage you know like their own little mini war against Cyrodiil or something like that so they're like independent companies still part of the official government but no one really has actual control over them so so is that it. why is that why most provinces don't have independent standing armies? Pretty much branches. Yeah, because yeah, he literally was his whole point was when he ascended uh, to the throne and took control of the Remnant dynasty was that all these people are trying to fight against me. I'm going to have one army in this entire continent, and it's going to be my army. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he wiped them all out. Yeah, and the fa- the. <clears throat> What I was what I was going to mention previously is one of the one of the fastest ways to control something is to legalize it. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. in in the case of like you know standing armies and groups of mercenaries and so on, the fastest way to get them to uh, uh, to work basically within what you consider to be law is to just recognize their validity and then wrap paperwork around them. And um, the next thing you know, you've got, you know, you say, well, you could do all this business now. You don't have to do it undercover. You don't have to be meeting people in, you can have an actual like guild hall instead of meeting people in a inn somewhere. And like, uh, you know, your guys don't have to sneak around. Uh, you can advertise in cities and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's really great. But in exchange for that, you have to sign this guild aid. You have to, you have to, you know, conduct your business in a way that we decide is in a way that we decide is legal or illegal, and and, uh, and also pretty please don't go walking around literally covered in blood. That's a little gross. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't know if they went as so far as to regulate appearance, but it, it they would definitely <laughs> there would definitely be a lot of stuff in there about here are the things that you can't do. You can't you know we we're going to define civilians. You know we're going to define what is a civilian and what isn't. We're going to define uh, behold the Geneva Conventions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, things that you can do with prisoners and things that you can't do, and uh, uh, you know what's a monster and what's a what's a uh, a, a uh, uh, you know what's livestock. A people with rights. <laughs> yeah, and uh, goblins and, aren't people apparently. And they have to you know deal with the you know delegate from the Lib Dems arguing for you know goblin rights or something and. Um, <laughs> And then, and so it's just, uh, that's just kind of the way that, um, that, that's one of the other really interesting things to me about, uh, the mercenary about the, excuse me, about the fighters guild is that it's the idea of, of, um, a, an organization being monitored and controlled simply by just being recognized is, uh, is, is sort Mm -hmm. of like a really kind of like political Tai Chi move, you know? Um, that's kind of also weird. Why the Blackwood Company is mm-hmm. actually interesting in Oblivion because technically the fire skill taking the fight still is illegal. Yes, if you think about mm-hmm. it, because mm-hmm. yeah, the Blackwood Company is actually probably registering the Guild Act, and they that might means be, but they, they might can. Oh, well, worse yet, they might be registered as a uh, as a private organization. Also and it was sort of like the difference between uh, when when the uh, U.S. Army was hiring. Um, 
yeah, they're they're like a like a like a Blackwater black company, water. which yeah. which I, yeah. I I I don't think the names are coincidence. Um, well, that that Blackwater was in the news a lot when Oblivion was being made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think the Blackwood Company mm-hmm. is named after that. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, and that that was the that was the reason why the Blackwood Company was as interesting to people, uh, especially members of the Fighters Guild, was that it was you know that well you don't have to deal with all the paperwork and the you know and the, yeah, uh, the restraints yeah. uh, and so on. I can go out and crap. yeah, I, I can I can I can put on my my I can put on whatever. 5.11 khakis I want and get my AR-15 as operator as I want and yeah. I don't I mean, have to worry because about it. Because it looks show. like I don't know that would it count as a guild though because it's a Blackwood company. See, exactly. It's not a guild. It's a company. Yeah. So, yeah. It, yeah. So, so, they're non-union. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it is. So, it is. Well, it's a lot like being a privatized non-union organization. They are known for Dude. taking less scrupulous jobs and seem <clears throat> to operate without moral qualms. Uh-huh. Uh, by undercutting the yeah, but by undercutting the fighters guild, the Blackwood Company grew to over 100 members and has become it's under over 100, uh, and is becoming a serious threat to the guild's existence. Yeah, kill some air quotes <laughs> goblins. Exactly. Yeah. Ah, this mm-hmm. gymnasium full of people. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> full of a bunch of guys who uh, would like to tell you that they were in the Marines, but they yeah. weren't in the Marines. Plus, plus they could also compete <laughs> on price, if I remember correctly, because yeah. yeah. um, the, the Fighters Guild, in theory, part, part of what you pay the Fighters Guild goes to the Imperial government. Uh-huh. So the, the Blackwood Company would not have to pay that sort of a stipend. And, and although if, if they were, I don't know whether it would if they're technically, um, if, they are, if they are technically a guild uh, of their own. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think there's I mean, any, I mean, any mention I, of Jews for anyone else. That no, I, I the think they. So. I think we could consider them a guild, uh-huh. but whether the Guild Act would consider them a guild, yeah, I think is is the real difference. Yeah. Um, it's is, is it a legal definition or not? And um, if yeah, they didn't sign I, the Guild Act, or if there wasn't is, a Guild Act in Oblivion, it actually. is never once. It is never once in the UASP article referred to as a guild. I don't know if that's just writer's choice or um, so yeah because it's always called the company blackwood oh, company. oh, oh company. yeah no it's it's definitely not a guild i mean the only, they, they the, probably think of themselves as a yeah guild. and 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 like in game code it counts as a faction that's the that's the uh-huh. the term that they use um the only rank that's ever available to us as players is company member huh. so it's so it's not even guild member uh-huh. it's company uh-huh. member so you've signed on to this company. It's, it's the I mean, Amazon it's, of fighters guilds. It, it, it makes me think of like, um, you know, the, the the Hudson Bay Company or something. You know, these these well, companies. That, yeah, well, Ooh, well, I'm thinking hey. I'm thinking right. more of like frontier <clears throat> companies in in uh-huh. like the pioneer era in in North America. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I'm betting. Couple, if, I'm betting if you had somebody who owed you money, you went to the Blackwater Company or mm-hmm. Black, oh, yeah. Blackwood Company, not the uh-huh. Fighters Guild. Yeah, uh-huh. like I, I need yeah, you to go beat uh, beat this Argonian until well, he coughs you would up go change. you would go to the companions though, which is another interesting point of differentiation. It's true, there, the companions that, had that, those kind of quests. Yeah, yeah, go and beat this dude up. Yeah, yeah. Although I think that's possibly to do with the companions essentially being on the ropes when you start. It's that they'll take any jobs so long as it pays. It took yeah. me, and they just met me in so the middle of the field. Because like if if I was late to fight an ogre and they still took me. Yeah, <laughs> if the uh, if if the companions, I mean, I I think of them more like a mortal Valhalla. Like uh-huh. we fight, we drink. That's that's what we do. That's our that's our 
But look, man, we just destroy our livers for fun. Yeah. Yeah. And so stabbing or drinking. Because of that, and because of the connection to Nord culture and and how they feel about Sovngarde, which is literally Valhalla, Uh um, I feel like there would be more honor and reverence for that. So, I mean, like you said, they're they're on the ropes at the beginning of the game, and so, yeah, they'll they'll take anything. But I think that's probably uncharacteristic of them to do Mm. that kind of dirtier work. Um, you it know, they're anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like they would be more like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna slay this giant beast for, for the bragging rights. I, I want to be able to say, I heard I, there's this troll up on this mountain that keeps killing people. Yeah, yeah. I'm you gonna know, go man, beat the crap out of it. I wanna, I wanna earn a, a title, you know, a nickname. Um, I'm gonna make that dragon my wife. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> whereas the Blackwood company is like they don't care what you want them to do they'll go and do it if you give them money uh-huh. like that's, they're Amazon that's- well, to be fair we do know that some of the guilds do work together closely about certain jobs yeah. like you know the D skill oh, yeah. you know if there's something comes up somebody sends them like a request they might be like yes that's too yeah. assassinating I'm going to talk to my friend, the dark to assassinate, they want to do this, or sure, yeah. you know, yeah. or like if uh, somebody needs like a sorcerer dealt with or something like that, a fire skill member would probably be like, You should probably talk to the mage skill about mm-hmm. that. We don't really deal we, with we, spells, we're like people a in the my head with stick kind yeah. of guy. The thing with wizards is they tend to throw fire and that mm-hmm. burns, so mm-hmm. and I find that to be hot frequently, yeah. And uh, that is, uh, I think you'll find that that is not covered under, under our collective bargaining insurance policy, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why they call me yeah. Rolf Crispy Skin. That's, yeah, the, yeah, that's the, the, rest, the, profes- the professional indemnity insurance of the Fighters Guild does not cover that sort of damage. Mm-hmm. It does not <clears throat> does not cover incineration. Yeah. <clears throat> so we've we've got Blackwood Company. We've got the Imperial Fighters Guild. We got the Companions. Mm-hmm. Are there any other groups that we can think of that fall into this this blanket category? Oh, I'm so the uh, so yeah, maybe. Well, uh, I, I mean, I or, or are they kind of like the KKK? Uh, I, I got the impression that the Silver Hand were basically a bunch of it's the equivalent of the conspiracy nuts in their vans almost. Um, yeah, yeah. they're, hang, really they're well hanging are. out in, in ruined forts and in uh, places underground and stuff. It, it they're, they're operating at totally extra legally. Well, not, but it's not also even, that. If they were well, if they're as well armed and well equipped as they are, then we're a little bit more like QAnon. But also, they have like the clan. They have or pieces. Yeah, of, like, I mean, what I said, I think. Yeah, because yeah, it's, cause <laughs> it's like because it's like mm-hmm. I mean, let's take I I, I kind of like that that QAnon um, <laughs> connection here because mm-hmm. the <clears throat> things that they say they're against aren't necessarily <laughs> bad. No, people should not drink baby blood. That is terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if if there were lizards controlling the world, I'd like to know about sure, it. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but the thing is, these things are so it, far the, from the, reality. The, the yeah. if is the size of Spain. Yeah, and so and yeah. so people in Sky in, in Winterhold are like, look, if there were werewolves, <laughs> of course we would want them set like like hunted down yeah. and killed. Of course, but there, but there aren't, but there aren't any. Off, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. 
Me, there... me, meanwhile, every one of the companions is just sitting there whistling. Yeah, <laughs> just scratching behind their ear. Yeah, don't look at us. Also, their <laughs> and, also like to and... bring up the the Dawn Guard and the Vilgence of Stindar as well yep. as potential yeah. splinter groups of yeah. the Fire's Guild. Yep. Oh, because, so... especially in ESL, because actually there's that skill in the Dawn Guard, I mean, fucking the Fire skill, you know, skill line where they basically found the cachet of a uh, Dawn Guard, basically guns because they function like guns in the game. Uh-huh. They're not crossbows, but <laughs> they find those and took them, and they were like, hey, "Everyone just use these because uh, they're useful." Dang. Yeah, they deal a shitload of damage. They're uh, not. They're not banned in the Geneva Convention. Yeah, just because they today. don't know about it. Yet. I checked <laughs> because da- the Dawn Guard DLC sucks. For it's going to use their stuff, but not directly reference it at all after this. Uh-huh. There you go. I can I can feel the Serana simps just quivering mm. right now. True so STL is a bad place to be right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, let's Fort see. Don, Fort Don Guard had some cool architecture. Oh, it did well, though, didn't it? Actually, actually, I, cool I had a point. I had a point I wanted to make about the vigilance of Stendar. At mm-hmm. least, mm-hmm. I don't know that I would count them similar to Fighters Guild. I mean, they have a little bit of that flavor, but they're more related to the the, the Temple of Divines. Yeah, they're very directional. Than than, than to uh, you know the a Fighters Guild, and mm-hmm. so we can almost look at the Dawn Guard and and the Vigilance, which are very similar entities. Um, one is like twenty five percent Fighters Guild. And seventy five percent divines, uh-huh. and the other one is like seventy five percent fighters guild, but twenty five percent divines. Uh-huh. So it's like they're on different sides of of, of a spectrum here, uh-huh. um, with with you know the divinity and 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 the fighters guild on on two different ends. Um, one, one of one of them is a, a group of priests that will punch you, yeah, and the other one is a group of people who will kill you while while praying, while, while saying praying. a prayer about mm-hmm. it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we've got those talking about the, the the silver hand and the silver dawn is basically the same thing. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, lots of silver and they're against werewolves. Mm-hmm. I, I think. Yeah. I think. Uh, who else? I mean, what does what does uh, what does elsewhere have? I don't. I don't know that they have a a Ooh, uniform guild. Yeah, I, or, I, or or Michael. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the authority on elsewhere. Yeah. yeah, I can't I, think. I, I can't think of a single cultural <clears throat> thing about fight. I mean, there's there's the I guess the the different martial arts temples. Yeah, yeah. that was my, that was my go to. That yeah. there's the expectation that if you need something sorting out, you you go to you go to the temples. Like in the yeah. Southern Elsewhere quest line, when you um when um when they've got that bell that you're sorting out, it's um it's kind of like if you want something found you go to this temple they ring a bell they will sort it for you uh-huh. um yeah. i can imagine that you would have um that because that Kaj- martial arts are enough of an institution that you would have similar stuff at least yeah. at least pre ridtharidatha um when oh, you yeah. would have all of those um all totally, of those different and distinct groups totally unrelated i want someone to write a kung fu script <gasps> but it's Khajiit martial arts schools, and they're like competing, like old school martial, like oh my wushu is better than your wushu, and then they fight to to figure it out, and then like a, a new school comes in, and then like their master fights the other master, and he's really good, and it's like oh how can we beat this school? 
Exactly. Cat <laughs> coming this summer. <laughs> I just find the idea of duck mucks absolutely hilarious. Uh-huh. Um, that, could, that could be a lot of fun. Maybe I'll write that. There you go. So, so I just I just gotta watch a shitload of kung fu movies. I'll be fine. So here's a question for you guys: What do you want the Fighters Guild and Elder Scrolls Six to be? More Akaviri, personally. Yeah, that's kind of my bugbear. If they're supposed to be descended from the Sifim, and there's that sort of that there was the argument to start with that they were supposed um, were they going to be Akaviri? Were they not? Um, And there's no real trace of it at any point. Well, I, um, well I, I would like some institutional memory of that. Well, you see some of it in ESL, mainly with their armor models. Mm-hmm. But yeah. outside of that, I feel like ESL kind of shafted the fire skills in regards to just yeah, oh, honestly the, linking those, them to Meridia. It's just all, the, that all was, the that early was, motifs are just yeah, shitty looking. It just ends up being like the fighters guild and then, you know, the, uh, the, the, what do you call it? The, uh, the rating um, quest the, undaunted? the, the, yeah, yeah uh, the undaunted. It just, yeah. just turns into just yeah, reputation just grind felt, for, for rewards. I felt mm-hmm. like it was just kind of unnecessary for them to be linked to Meridia in a sense because it was like they could have been doing something a lot more interesting than that. Yeah. It's like just, I mean, oh, yeah, well, going to go kill Daedra because I think a, by a, a lot of the that. original, a lot of the like, you know, vanilla non-expansion ESO's content is a little bit disappointing. Um, yeah. well, well, not, I, not all I of it, think... but I think mm-hmm. they did that for writing reasons because they yeah. wanted to tie it into the main story and like Meridia yeah, is that's why. your, your danger right. benefactor. No, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so I don't know that that's indicative that the, the Fighters Guild in general is aligned with Meridia. Which their goals would you have rather had the Fighters Guild aligned to? Boethia. Well, yeah. Either Kirstein. I wouldn't have done any. Mm-hmm. I was just hunting, hunting the Daedra. Yeah, Boethia is a good example. Um, I always penguin, sanguine. for for no reason. Yeah, well, I mean, but see, the, like, I'll put it to you this I'm way: drunk partying, I'm going to get violent. If the like if the, <laughs> some of the writer, if somebody on the writing team had literally just taken a wheel of all the Daedric princes and spun it and landed on one of them randomly, you would have ended up with depending on which writer you're talking about, you could have ended up with something very inspirational because that's kind of like, I, I personally feel like some of the best, I've said this before, but I think some of the best Elder Scrolls lore that we've ever had has had, has come about because of compromises made um, outside of the game uh, or like, or due to the game, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, because, I mean, I think all great art happens under constraint. And I think that that's one of the, one of the, easiest ways to come up with writing prompts, for example, is to just you know, randomly throw some words together and stuff and then make yourself stick to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cre- and create a funnel for yourself. Yeah. Um, and, and in the know. process of, of figuring out a way to shoehorn this bullshit in to actually work, you accidentally end up with something really fun and interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, I, and, I, and I think surprise, that's, that's the, a fun uh, the patron of the, world, of the the surprise the patron of the of the fighter skill is actually Shagor. I figure out how or or something yeah or or mm. Periite, you know like yeah. ha, like Periot like well i mean honestly if you did anything with Periite, i'd be happy i mean i'm just it's just a very un- yeah. underused so it, uh, so would LJ. LJ would i know i know i <laughs> ifw agrees with me on this um, <laughs> i mean there's I a lot of potential on that which, on that which, Daedric un- prince and they'd really un- need to exploit him more <laughs> unrelated i did make a character in eso who is a She's like a plague priest of Periite. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and it's 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 a lot of like I gave her that diseased skin, and she's got a diseased horse. It's really cool. <laughs> yeah, they have. Uh, and what, uh, well, so they, what's oh, so what sort of expectations do we have for Elder Scrolls 6 oh, yeah. and the Fighters Guild? Well, I, I wanted to address that, actually, because the um, it's, still my, it's still sort of like my, my low-key uh, uh, wish that um, Elder Scrolls 6 takes like the sort of martial arts of the Red Guard further yeah. than, you know, than, than most yes. Elder Scrolls games does. And so, like a variation of the Fighters Guild for the Red Guard would could it would make me very happy if it was something very similar to the Zhang Hu and Wuxia novels, where it's just like a an underground organization of fighters, and it's a you know, and they exist uh, below the um, official uh, uh, below the law, you know, um, and they operate. Uh, yes, we already have that the Ashaba. Okay, but I'm I'm saying it may, it may not be mm -hmm. in Elder Scrolls Six is what I'm getting. At. <laughs> um, and and that's that's what I I mean. I'd like to see more. I'd like to see that kind of thing um, leveraged in Elder Scrolls Six. But I mean, the the more Chinese BS Six is for me, the the happier I am. That's how I am with Red Guard. <laughs> it's it, it you know uh, until everybody's walking around wearing you know like Taoist robes and you know shooting lasers out of their swords, I'm not happy. You know. <laughs> just, I, just someone play exalted with this man please yeah, but, you know what i what God, i what would, I would like to see what i would like to see is the adoption of the term regatta uh -huh. as as <clears throat> a this is this is we are the regatta uh -huh. we, we we have reclaimed this this phrase we are the red wave uh -huh. um and then having like different subsets of the regatta and each different school focuses on a different martial weapon. Yeah, there you go. So we've got swords, long swords. We've got, oh, we can dual wield a bow staff over here. Maybe mm -hmm. you do the axe or something. Like, mm -hmm. because red guards are so martial, like, I feel like there'd be that kind of specialization. Oh, you want to learn to use the bow really well? Well, come on, join the regatta. We got a school right over here where you can learn to, to mm -hmm. be a, a, you know, a crack marksman. Yeah. You want to learn how to cast spells? That's great. You can go fuck yourself. Um, you you want to learn to punch somebody so hard that it factory resets them? Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> I've seen that you, happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. You want to learn how to swing a sword so good you split reality in half? Uh, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> uh, we, we, we used to, but we forgot. We, 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 we used so, to do that. We, we, we don't do that anymore. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, no longer, that's no longer covered up. But, like, but like, wouldn't, wouldn't that be cool wouldn't that be cool if that was a another set of yeah. of this group is like swords sword singing but there are no sword singers anymore mm -hmm. and so this the school yeah technically it exists but no one's in it or um, or, or there are no sword singer or official sword singers anymore but we're all just basically trying to hack the yeah. techniques back we have yeah. descriptions and mm -hmm. we know the basics Which, so we're just going to be like well, hacking our way towards well, Watch me swing this sword so hard that I can blow up a continent. Now, yeah. now, now watch, uh, now watch me whip. Now watch now me. Now watch me, Nene. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure that with how Elder Scrolls Six is probably going to go, is they're definitely going to be underground, lost groups that on stage or just run, running around the Hammerfell and just haven't made themselves known. Because you even <laughs> have in ESL, you have like Sai uh, Sahan who rediscovered how to make a Shihai, hmm. or you had um, yeah. uh, the the one the one. Rada. Rada. The vampire guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. he he um 
honestly, that dude was just a side tangent. He was just although, a very underutilized character. Although, mm-hmm. also, but, uh, comes directly from Yokuda, too. Yeah. Like, that's he, worth, he literally that's worth he, he yeah. fought a fucking goddess to a standstill and he gets regulated to like a <clears throat> movie. But, yeah. but anyways. Yeah, exactly. He's such a cool uh, character. I love that I, character. I would not be surprised if we actually go back to Yakuta to learn sword singing in Overworld Six. Now that I think about it, that sounds I mean, like that sounds like uh, something very Bethesda. A part of me wants sword singing to be a major uh, part of Test Six. Yes, I think but I don't. Be. But I really don't want a repeat of Dragon Shouts. I, that's, yeah. I, I I don't want to have. Okay, here's the special thing that you get to do, and. Yeah. Sometimes it shows up in other places, but this is your special ability because you're the player and you're special. I'm willing uh, to bet you cash money. I'm serious about this. That Todd Howard has said exactly that phrase. I want it to be like the special mechanic that you have in this game, but I don't want it to be Thum. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, mean, I strongly well, suspect that they're probably they, saying the exactly that at Bethesda right What now. if I, it I, ends up <clears throat> being kind of like Dark Souls combat? How so? Well, you mean third person I mean, and endurance based and no, no, hard no, as a no, motherfucker? No. Like sword singing is you you've you've got to manage it. It's like like you have regular combat and then you've got sword singing, which is a motherfucker in comparison. Oh well it it's won't be. hard. <clears throat> the me- the well, mechanics yeah. are gonna be reasonably simple. Um yeah, because that's smart. yeah, that, that's sure the, you... the broadest possible audience that they're gonna hit. Yeah. Um and it's also mm. gonna be first person, it's not no. gonna be third person yeah. because yeah. they, they yeah. can't Well they... well, I mean you can you can choose. You've always been able to choose first or third. Uh, yeah, but been a wrong Dark choice. Souls combat in first person okay. does not work. That would not work. Yeah, <laughs> or, uh, but, uh, no, not, 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 by... not necessarily Dark Souls. More like, uh, oh god, what's that game where like the enemies only move when you do? Oh, super, oh, super hot. hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That kind of like super hot, where it's mechanically. Wouldn't that be interesting if you were a dragonborn and you have that ability to slow time? I tell you, like, yeah, like, not for nothing, but I mean, it's not, it wouldn't be the Shihai. It wouldn't be the same thing. But a game, gameplay I mean, like Super Hot in the Elder Scrolls would be. That, that would be fucking, fucking interesting. Dope. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But the, the like, like, way, like, a pow- the, the, like a power that you can just activate and, like, cool, you now have three minutes of time only moves when you do. Right, you know, yeah. or it's a meter yeah. and it runs I out mean, as if, you move. If or they are, yeah, or something like if that. If they that are might... going to, if they are going to include the Shahai and start singing, I want it to be something intuitive, something, something new we haven't seen that. Yeah, uh, you know, some make I, make I, it different from. I have to tell you, that's very, shots. very unlikely. <laughs> it's I mean, just because we're talking about Bethesda here, and 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 Bethesda makes ridiculously expensive games, and when you make ridiculously expensive games, you want safe. And so innovating and then, is not on the list. Because then you can milk it for 10 years. That's, yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be now, in that, an expansion, that, yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in DLC, I, I would not be surprised you. if they tried to do something interesting, but uh, not not yeah. in the main game. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could maybe make it kind of like a rhythm game. Like, attack at the right time. Oh, I've played the, games like that. Um, it, it's not bad. It's just not my kind of... It, it, yeah. It's not my cup of tea. It's... Um, Elder Scrolls, like like Skyrim, especially for people who play Skyrim, they're in it to like. I I honestly, I don't I don't think people play Skyrim because they like the combat. I think no, they play it no. because they want to explore and have adventures and um and see amazing mm-hmm. things. And uh, uh, and I say that. However, Elder Scrolls Six, like Elder Scrolls 5's 
Skyrim's content, uh, combat doesn't suck. It no. really doesn't. It's, um, as a matter of fact, if anything, I like it even more than I like um, ESOs. Because there's a yeah. gigantic number of tools that you can use. All this magic, all these different weapons, um, the thume, yeah. etc. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like to see more of that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, give, it, give, us, I, well, give us so many options. I want to punch explode someone. Well, yeah, but I mean, it, it, the, there's there's like a limit to how much content they can cram into these. Oh, games. Yeah, uh, obviously, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd, um, I'd like I'd like to see a monk class or sure. something like a monk. Arm or a, should come back, yes. Like like, like a monk yep. bard, mm-hmm. the artificer, something kind of kind of combo. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, because yep. I mean, the necromancer has you know a couple different ways you can. <laughs> Sorcerer has a couple different ways you can approach it. You guys guys remember Morrowind, how like the weapons in Morrowind have actual range, and if you have a spear, you could theoretically hit somebody farther away than if you were using a dagger Uh or something. Yep. Yeah. Um, But in in practice, it never really (laughs) panned out. Um, uh, I just like the idea of like unarmed being the same thing, except with unarmed, you have to literally be like, like right up there, I guess. That's my how many uh, how many how many bitching characters could you make with an unarmed skill? Yeah. You know, you could you could you could make Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, and then with the uh, hmm? I was going to go kind of go back a little bit and talk about how um, when you said Dark Souls combat, I got confused because I was trying to think exactly what you meant by that because the Not all, combat, all the games I, uh, are different are completely different. Yeah, more, yeah, more just precise, difficult combat to unlock rewards. Well, I, I meant um, what I was talking about was uh, uh, resource management vis-a-vis endurance and um, health, and uh, a combat that in uh, that uh, generally when I when I think of Soulsborne combat, I think of um, usually a lot of movement. Um, but Dark Souls Two, if I recall correctly, you know, Dark, uh, Dark Souls One, I think was very sort of block and parry heavy. Um, but uh, generally, I, I, I imagine a lot of movement like you get in Dark Souls 3 or in Bloodborne. And um, a lot of dodging. And generally speaking, you know, for, for Soulsborne combat, you it's it's just very, very difficult. Um, well, it's like it's more question. fluid than anything. It, 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 it wants to be, yeah. <laughs> sure question given that we're talking about combat mechanics um do we think that um the way that um the way that elder scrolls combat is in the games has actually had an impact on how the fighters guild is presented yeah i'll say so in a sense it's mostly if, because if so the... what? how so i don't know because because it feels because you we've been saying you people don't play skyrim for the combat uh-huh. and if fight, fighters guild quest lines I, are relatively simple things, and uh-huh. so that and they're and they're quite vanilla, is that the reason why? Uh, I would well, say this. Kind of I, I would say this is the case of correlation, uh, correlation, and not causation. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Um, I, I would say that uh, I think the reason why the fighters guild exists in Elder Scrolls games in one way or another is the same reason why the Mages Guild and the Thieves Guild exists, because there's still some people left over at Bethesda who want to do the Holy Trinity in every like aspect. Like that's the yeah. theme well, that, of every that game. The yeah. players. I mean, players are gonna to want to do the fighting stuff. They're gonna to want to do the stealth stuff. They're yeah. gonna to want to do the magic stuff. There's, Give them these avenues to explore that. Yeah, and there's still players who do play Elder Scrolls games to yeah. a degree, kind of like a role playing well, game experience, where they, yeah, they heard, like they're not joining the Fighters Guild because that's not something their character would do. 
you know. And I heard LJ was going to react, so I want to give him a chance. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I was just thinking because, like, as the kind of continue on my point, the thing that I think you guys are really kind of trying to bring up is that that's something I always say in regards to how, because one of my one of my things that was never going to happen is that I would love for From Software to remake Battle Aspire because that would be mm-hmm. the perfect. That'd game for them to do for mm-hmm. an Elder Scrolls remake mm. from their studio. But the thing that Dark Souls is probably rarely, really well known for outside of just fluid combat, in, like, in the sense that it's just mo- like it's just the movement that you can do, is that it's very versatile. Mm-hmm. In Dark Souls, you can basically oh, have spells, weapons, weapon arts and items all on your rig ready to go for your mm-hmm. particular build you don't have to switch between things you need to go to a menu to go to things like you do in error scrolls everything's already available to you if you already have it hot keyed yeah you can go out you can go kill some shit mm-hmm. that's what makes dark souls combat a very fucking interesting because yeah. you can have incredible amounts of builds make any build you want you can make a pure fate build. You can have a pure intelligence build. You can have a pure strength build. Or you can have a pure dex build. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I like fucking dex users, but uh, <laughs> you can. Um, <laughs> dex sucks, but okay. you can you can make <laughs> anything you want. You know, and and in Elder Scrolls, you can't really do <gasps> that. No. You can make a build. Well, you can't make an actual versatile build that really stands out on its own. Because eventually and you just end up playing a, 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 a stealth archer. So I didn't exactly. notice Felix showed up. Yes, Felix. Felix, are, uh, <laughs> yes, Felix yes. welcome yes. to this uh, Dark Souls cast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was about to like, oh shit, do we already end and now we're on to Dark Souls now? Yeah. Have we run no, we were, we, were, we were talking about the kind of things we would want to see in Test 6 mm-hmm. in or, regards to the Fighters Guild or some kind of, you know, fighting focused uh faction and we have strayed uh, entirely into the realm of mechanics yeah we're yeah. and now we're talking um, about so then Dark Souls did we talk about the fact that uh the warriors guild the fighters guild etc is necessary to the world because of reach heaven by violence no please do continue sir oh. okay. <laughs> finally somebody brought the Good. <laughs> <laughs> This is what I'm here for, yep. even if it's halfway through the fucking cast. Uh-huh. Mar- 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 Felix, like Felix is like batting at like a hundred right now. Yeah, he's, a he's, thousand right now. He's, he's, he's streets he ahead. To dank right uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, Felix, yeah, driven by violence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you have more, or would you like me to expand? Uh, I mean. Like I'm fucking exhausted. Dude. Oh, okay. So if you want to take over from for that, that's great. Um, um well, uh, so, um, so, uh, so actually, while I'm writing the thirty six lessons, violence is actually something that I've been having a, a really hard time struggling to define, because uh, increasingly it's turning more into a Crowley term than a Gnostic term. <clears throat> But, um, ladies and gentlemen, we have entered the dank half of the yeah, cast. Yeah, welcome to it. Uh, and so, uh, but the the easiest way for me to define violence in terms of um, metaphysics is violence is the act of is, is it's not the result of combining chiral forces. It's the act of combining them. It's the process um, of it. So, um, Chris, I know you don't have chat up, but the rats do lead to amaranth. This is how. Oh, oh God. <laughs> um. Uh. Shit. 
Well, it's just now I'm stuck thinking about the reticulum and the um, and the rat way and uh, um, Albert Ross. Um, <laughs> And uh, and the and the memos for ARG. Um, so, um, so when we had uh, so so when you talk about uh, reaching heaven by violence, as far as like the Fighters Guild goes, um, the advan- the relevance to this is the act of uh, of reaching. It's I forget which walking way it is. I think it's the second. It's reaching divinity through self improvement. Um, this is the, uh, the, 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 uh, uh, Sermon of the Sword is the one I'm thinking of, okay. uh, appropriately for the Warriors Guild. And it's, uh, the idea of, um, of enlightenment through trial, uh, and, and error, frankly, um, of, uh, testing yourself continuously and, uh, improving yourself to the point where you've cut away all you know, uh, you've, you've trimmed off all the fat and you're just 100% muscle and it ain't even ornamental, man. I mean, this is pure lift. This is nothing but gains. And uh, <laughs> and when you end up with a, uh, a, 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 a... If you had, for example, an NPC or a character in the Elder Scrolls universe who's actually interested in uh, achieving some sort of divinity through um, uh, the, the the warrior or that that path, then you're going to end up with uh, a character who at some point or other is going to join the Fighters Guild just to be exposed to as much trial as they can get. Um, and, uh, that would be an interesting NPC. Well, yeah. and there, But there's also a lot of, uh, there's a lot of things to be said in, in, uh, vis-a-vis uh, the uh, Warriors Guild just training uh, and having mm-hmm. a community of, of other fighters that you can train with. Um, so there's a lot of uh, personal improvement that can happen there. Um, it's it's why a bunch of people in the South go to the gun store every weekend. Or the gun no, they go week. there because masturbating is illegal. Um, <laughs> so uh, actually, let me look up. But, but for but for but for like the community. Oh no! Yeah, sure. No, the community. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Circle jerks. Uh, hold on a second. Let me get the um, warrior. I mean, you're not uh, wrong. I think I've heard tales that um, they have a they have a centipede that they use or something. Um. <laughs> Before we go completely off the rails again, while Chris is looking for it, I do want to mention something about how um, another aspect about like violence, warriors, guild, stuff like that. Uh um, It is also basically a necessary thing in such a violent and chaotic world. Eras are usually defined after massive wars or periods of upheaval uh-huh. uh the second era happened after like a massive violent act uh-huh. um the first era like erupted in a similar circumstance or it came out of um because I, I think the first era starts with uh the cameron dynasty in valenwood yep. which was after a period of yeah. again like yeah. just ridiculous fights people vying for some kind of control and then valenwood was the first to say all right Here's a kingdom. Here's a bit of stability for a while. Here's something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Here's something. Uh-huh. Watch um, out for the bugs. Uh-huh. And and I think it's also a reflection, if you keep in mind the idea of the world of the Elder Scrolls being the dream of a pissed off, vengeful god who murdered his brother and his lover. Uh-huh. Um, and he's trying to deal with that mentally uh-huh. while he sleeps in the sun. Uh-huh. Because that all makes sense. Um, anyway. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, um, and so, it's yeah, it, yeah but it, it is about reliving trauma. Yeah, and um, and that's kind of what the I mean the the uh, from a metaphysical standpoint, the Warriors Guild is about. It's, I mean, I mean, this is definitely going to ring true with what we've been discussing so far. It's about establishing stability so that it, that, that yep. stability can become undermined by by the thief, and then the cycle repeat. The the the, the terrible violence continues. Um, right. Um, but is, but the, the the point that I was also sort of trying to to get to before I derailed myself because I'm <laughs> tired and I just had to get a quip in. But um, <laughs> like the 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 main thing is that at least for for me in in terms of this part of things that we've been talking about is that it's also um, touching on something that I've like brought up before, like mini heresy moment is that um, the, the sword that sank Yokota was actually Anu from before. And that's why like Yokota is the memory of like the past world of the previous dream or whatever. Uh-huh. And that's why uh, I think it was Todd Damrath and I years ago who talked about this, about how, um, to cut the uncuttable was like a sword, you know, nuke sword or whatever you want to call it, uh-huh. that was able to cut the heart of Lorcon, which then broke the world. Uh-huh. Uh, and hence Dang. why they had to leave. And that's why, you know, <clears throat> reach heaven by violence and everything being such a violent world, because that's the only frame of escape and divinity that Anu can understand because it came from a world where that was the only way out, right. uh-huh. as it were. Um, and so that's why, again, part of the importance of the Fighters Guild or the Warriors Guild in general, some kind, is that it's a way out for people. It's a way of being able to escape poverty, to see more of the world, to get a bit of power when you feel you have none. The way of the warrior is a way out. I'm not sure I agree. Okay. That, that being said, the strongest people but, I know are farm boys. So you just get a bunch of farm boys, give them pig stickers, and they can wreak havoc. So, so what, that's what's basically what Canada with? had in World War One was like, all right, here's a bunch of farmers. We're going to give them guns, and then uh, we turned out to be one of the most effective fighting forces that so the British Empire really could well. Build, so. I I I really want to respond to <clears throat> yep. to what you said, Felix. Um, I agree with you your have premises, the talking stick with that. I, I agree with your premises that violence as a way out was a way for Anu to achieve Amaranth um, mm-hmm. and become the current dream. That's that's a, that's always how I look at it. But because violence was so necessary and Anu is dealing with the, the murder of his brother and wife, which he may have done, he may have killed himself or something. I always thought Padme might, might be a demonized, you know, devil on my shoulder kind of thing, or that the devil mm-hmm. made me do it. Oh. Um, and so that's that's a... Um, that's an extant projection of the negative parts of Anu that Anu doesn't want to admit are him. Huh. Um, and and so because violence is so necessary in Anu's worldview, that is then adopted into Tamriel as a whole. Conflict is everywhere. That's why it's called the arena. Yeah, I, I said that. And that's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so it's, it's more, in that regard. Yes, absolutely. I don't know that. Uh, I don't think that your Joe Blow who joined joined the Fighters Guild is thinking on those terms. They're thinking from their perspective, which is so colored by the conflict of of Anu's psyche. Well, you're also going to get every so often you're going to get a Hasfat Antabolus, though. Sure. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
I mean, there's going to be, they're going to be few and far between, but by and large, this is not the, the motivation that people have. They have the motivation because of this worldview that, that Anu projects into the dream. Um, I mean, that's, that's why there's fighting all the time. And that's why, I mean, this gets into my ideas of Akavir as a separate dream. Akavir is a wholly good place. They're trying to help Tamriel, but Anu cannot see that help as help. He sees it as conflict because conflict is so, so core to his worldview. So, you know, if you deal with, if you're trying to help someone who has, let's say a dog, for example, you find a dog, it's been beaten, it's starving, it's, you know, it's scared. You try to help it. What's it going to do? It's going to try and bite you. It sees that, um, it, it sees all kindness directed at it as potential conflict. And so that's why the Akaviri invaded um, because they're trying to help, but Anu doesn't realize that this kindness has now been turned into violence because that's all Anu knows. Huh. It's it, it, a similar like metaphor, if you want, or, or an example rather than a metaphor is um, uh, people, when you're trying to give them advice, they feel like you're attacking them. And it's like, no, yeah, that's not yeah, what yeah. this is at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, exactly. I, I that. that kind of, yeah. um, but then Andrew, I just want to clarify, clarify then like are you because i wasn't trying to say that like all people who join a version of the fighters guild are looking for divinity they're just looking for a way out of their lower station of i don't want to grow up and just be a farmer here and i want to see the world how do i do that fighters guild like that's what i was saying okay okay and Mm -hmm. i thought that might have been but i wanted to address it either way it it may not be a conscious thought that they have Mm -hmm. but from a metaphysical standpoint that is the purpose is that can we agree on that I think so, yeah. But I just want to both. clarify that distinction. Like, I'm not saying like people are joining the fighters to be like, I wish to be yeah. warrior monk. Yeah, yeah. We don't have a that. we don't, you know, <laughs> Timmy from down the street. He's he's Siddhartha and, and mm-hmm. got, you know, I've read my philosophy. Here. I'm ready to learn the way of the sword. Yeah, yeah Zoroaster's <laughs> over here, and and yeah, no, it, <laughs> maybe maybe like one in a thousand are, and they're just. It, it, kid, it's like the one chess in one thousand and eight. Yeah, that kid was fucked up before yes. we got our hands on him. <laughs> but, but it's 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 like the chess it's it's like the chess captain joining the football team. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Everyone's like, "What a nerd!" And then it turns out he can. He's like, actually really good because he, he put the hours yeah. in and he got yeah, good yeah, at it. Yeah, it's, 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 it, it, yeah. At first, it, mm-hmm. at first, the nerd gets his ass kicked, and then once the nerd is now buff, yeah, the nerd has strategy. You mm-hmm. don't. You're mm-hmm. about to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, we're playing chess. You're playing checkers. Um, yeah. yeah so, so that's that's sort of interesting, though. Just thinking about if we just get going totally down the tinfoil hat rabbit hole. Yes. Um, yeah, if, Swirl um, drain. if we're um, if you're if you're saying that the Akavir invasions are Akavir, uh, the Akavir trying to express trying to express some sort of love or affection or something towards Tamriel mm-hmm. that they're not really understanding. Uh, then the and the Sifim and the Fighters Guild is a good way of kind of imposing that because if we think if you think about the state as a as a thing that is necessarily connected to an expression of violence and the Fighters Guild is kind of an expression of that and the early yeah. Fighters Guild the Sifim particularly uh-huh. then the fight has the Fighters Guild failed by becoming a franchise operation then uh-huh. should should it have stayed more Akaviri in order to convey more Akaviri messages. Um, yeah. through the course of state controlled yeah, violence. It's not the same really after like they that. sold out, man. Yeah. yeah. As, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure like Felix, I'm sure LJ has read my 
my essay on on uh, the the lens of perception. That's yep. kind of that's kind of what I'm driving at. I'm pretty uh, sure I've read that. Yeah. For, yeah. For those who so, aren't yeah. familiar, this is a theory I came up with a long time ago that kind of bounces off of Morella Ryan's ideas of of the Godhead. Mm-hmm. Um, that's between different dreams. It, it accepts the idea that Yokuda and Akavir are separate dreams uh-huh. by separate dreamers. Uh-huh. And so, um, you know, and, and people always ask, oh, well, how can they be on the same planet? How can you, how can you go from one to the other? And how can any of this happen? <laughs> yeah. It's a fantasy. Jesus to Christ. That, <laughs> to that, my, my answer is usually, okay, well, you are aware of Lord of the Rings, right? In your head, you can go to Middle Earth. But you don't own Middle Earth. It's not yours. It's not. You have some idea of it, and I think you'll find that I do. Says Tolkien, and that's, <laughs> and, that's and and that's what's happening when people from Tamriel go to Akabir or or Yokuda. Yokuda uh-huh. is one thing because it's in the past. It's from Anu's past, and so Anu recognizes it and understands it, and so that's a more true interpretation of what the real Yokuda is. Yeah, and but I either think way, I, it's not going to work because. It's 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 always going to be a flawed perception of either of them. So yes, you, oh absolutely, Akavir, yeah. Akavir's message to Tamriel yeah. is never going to come through properly. No. Yeah, yeah, because and of that lens know, of perception. Yeah, because yes. of yes. the yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because we've got you know that the house of we and and Jubal and Vivek and and you know the flower child and all these things. It's all it's all peace and love and and all of these uh, objectively good sounding things. Mm-hmm. And then when they try to come back and and try to elevate um you know those those people in in Anu's dream uh-huh. hey this is the way it's, it's, love is this way they yeah. go get over here yeah. you know, that's that's what they see they see an attack uh-huh. love and, all and, i know is punch yeah, yeah. Quick, right quick yeah. question um uh then like why the monkey folk the what are they there the why everybody fight the monkey people <laughs> because they're fucking I mean, annoying and they steal all our shit. <laughs> because no one wants Sun Wukong. Everybody wants Sun Wukong. Gentlemen, gentlemen, has anybody here ever heard of this thing called the Joe Rogan podcast? Oh, God. Unfortunately. <laughs> Sorry, who? Never heard of him. Uh, a one James Rogan of the House of Rogan. Is that his name, James? I don't know, I and I don't care. I mean, I mean uh, Joe is usually short for like yeah, Joseph. Why? Why? Why bring him up? Because <laughs> the man likes the idea of the man knows monkeys are strong. Yeah, he also likes MDMA. So he, you know. <laughs> I mean, he's uh, also an anti-vaxxer. Uh, see, I, yeah. I, if if we're talking about the Tang Mo and why everyone else fights them, I kind of imagine like Japanese macaques, how they like go into like Japanese farms and they'll steal as much food as they can, uh-huh. and then eventually the farmers just get so sick that they they'll catch one and they'll kill it in broad daylight in front of all the other monkeys and be like, hey. Stay out, or this happens to you. Jesus. And, and yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's a real thing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and I mean, sometimes it happens. Happen, happens all over the world, wherever yeah. there's like small was, thieving monkey populations. Yeah, they used to try to do the same thing with vultures. Yeah. Vultures would come onto uh, would would circle around uh, farms and like eat all the rotting like cabbage and all that kind of stuff. And they used so, to do the same thing with criminals. Well, but they what they would do is they would kill the vulture in front of all the other vultures and then like hang the corpse outside of the outside of the farm. So it'd be like you know yeah. if you come into the farm, this is what happened to do. And you know what happened? The vultures ate the corpse and kept coming to the farm. Yeah, yeah. Really like cool free food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always yeah. hated Dave. That's about what I expected to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, but 
Just like, dude, we eat carrion. Yeah, yeah, get it, get it through your heads. Um, so what? Uh, uh, so, I mean, I, I, I do we have anything else to cover? Because we're at an hour and a half, which I is not really. I, I pretty good. I want to thank Felix for showing up and reminding me that we, this is supposed to be a dank cast. We really try. We yeah. really <laughs> stretched the the connections. I think of how That's far we can do. we take things to the fighters. We really kind of reach. Other question: If we're talking oh. transcendence, okay. Um, oh boy. What um, the we talked about the we talked about the fighters guild and the history. Is are they are they trying to are they trying to pull something like that, or would they be steered towards something like that? Through using the hist sap, are they going to be? Um, was it was it was it just a if we drink hist sap we get stronger? Was, or yeah, that was it, that was just steroids for the yeah, for yeah they, I mean I, that's pretty much how they were using it. I'm, I'm still not convinced that that was a history at all. Um, <laughs> they're just, so they're just they're getting just high on our... amber. They just found a really great tree, man. They I mean, just you got gotta, gotta try this tree. They're, out, they're you, know? you know stabbing oh, this redwood, oh, drinking the sap. Like yeah. red, redwood, redwood. Come on, man. They're it's a maple tree. They're they're basically Canadians. That's, it's it's a basically, that's right. It's that's a right. Canadians in ESO are basically like regular people except on PCP. So yeah. <laughs> Is that um, not us IRL though? Yeah, right, like, right. It's identical. I was gonna say that, but I didn't want to offend anybody. <laughs> um, and so it's pretty hard to offend us these days because like half of us are like, yeah, no, our, we recognize our nation is objectively terrible in a great many ways. At the same time, there's some good stuff here. So. Yeah. And yeah. Maple syrup, maple syrup. Yeah. Uh, I have I have some organic maple Poutine. syrup from Vermont. That's really, really good. Uh-huh. I don't think I mean, Vermont is basically Canada. It's basically so. the yeah. same thing. Yeah. 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 Like, 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 no offense, but basically, like, upstate yeah. New York, Vermont, like I, New Hampshire, and would, Maine are basically in indistinguishable from Canada, <laughs> except for like the politics and the flags. Mm-hmm. And, but in terms and, of driving and, around, and it's like how colorful the uh, money is. Like, if we just changed the flags, I could not tell the difference so, between like this part of New Hampshire and like the eastern townships of Quebec. They just speak English, and the flags are different, but like. Visually and culturally, it's very similar in a lot of ways. And, and the accent is just as impenetrable. We we love Quebec. Um, there is a question in chat here before we wrap up. Is there anything interesting about how the Fighters Guild interacts with other guilds? This question was from Alduin's Big Pussy. So oh, thanks, Alduin. He's always, Alduin's Big Pussy is always good for really insightful questions. Yeah, yeah. Although I usually, to prevent TOS violations, I refer to them as Alduin's Big Khajiit. Um, oh, no. Uh, uh, like, I don't care about TOS. Reasons, <laughs> it's, um, it's with I an I, so it's okay. Um, so oh, what well, we... Um, uh, Alduin has an I in it? How has, how has Wait, the Fighters Guild has. integrated with other guilds in the past, though? I mean, I mean, I think... I think well, that, I mean, well, they, see, they, they, they did this whole thing together. where they fought against Malag Ball. Yeah. Well, like, okay. Yeah. With the Mages Guild. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, what Felix? I, Felix, what? Yes. Hi. Okay. So in Morrowind, uh-huh. if you actually do the Fighters Guild and the Thieves Guild quest lines together, there's one point where you basically have to choose because yes. it involves you yeah. stealing from the Fighters Guild. And the Fighters Guild makes great. Well, uh, mention in Morrowind about how they fucking hate the thieves kill. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a oh, little yes, deep. It's a little deeper than that. Actually, we talked about this in chat earlier, and uh-huh. I don't know. It never got brought up in, in the cast here, but um, there is a kind of a subplot that that runs underneath both both the fighters guild and thieves guild in Morrowind. And I, I, if memory serves, the idea is that some of the fighters guild has been infiltrated by the Kamana Tong. 
Mm-hmm. And the Kamana Tong is actively trying to eliminate Thieves Guild. Yeah. Because they uh, see them as stepping on their turf and they're yep. an imperial thing. And it's like, yo, like, yeah. hello. Yeah. This is the Kamana Tong, the Morag Tong territory. Yeah. Kamana Tong, Kamana Tong are, are, are like staunchly traditionalists. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're, I view they're, them they're as like Sicilian mafia. It's yeah. like, yeah. we yeah. have rules. Traditions. You'll come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding. Yeah. Yeah, actually, Duke Vader and Dren kind of sounds like that. What you can think, I do you don't even think to call me Godfather on this day of my daughter's wedding? Come, you come to my day of my daughter's wedding day, and you offer me money. You don't even think to call me Godfather. <laughs> really good. Well, this, this, is, this is now like what they did to my boy. The this is now a Godfather impressions cast. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I'll show up with the Christopher Walken, and, and yeah. it'll just ruin everything. Um, in, in any case, though, like, yeah, there's clear interactions with them, both positive and negative with other. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think it's, you know, with with any various groups, they're going to interact at some point or another. I mean, I think of the yeah. Fighters Guild as as, you know, like I mentioned earlier, you know, the the, the mercenary uh, companies of um, a sort of ice or a song of ice and fire uh, where, you know, they just kind of do their thing. They go where the, the business is and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if they end up working with another company, so be it. They may be fighting that same company next month. They don't really know. Um, that's what just, happened to Carthage. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, you know, that's, we're worried about what's happening right now <laughs> and how we can make money now. Yeah. When, when we're hired to kill you. Then we'll, we'll talk. That's, <laughs> yeah. We're well, going to accept works. the money and we will come for you. Uh-huh. But uh don't make any enemies, okay? Um, okay. <laughs> uh, one other thing it's that I guns. would like to add, yeah. um, sort of tangentially related, is um, like I'm assuming we all already talked about how there are like multiple different sort of fighters, guilds, uh-huh. or versions of them. Uh-huh. Um, there is also still a distinction between certain select, like orders, like we saw in Oblivion, where you yeah. could join certain nightly yeah, orders. But, yeah, they're nightly. Like also. Uh, um, like sort of more religious things, like uh, like doing the Knights of the Nine quest or the concept of the Anse, the Sword Singers. Yeah, we've, in, we uh, talked about the Anse a little bit. Uh, we talked about AM, actually but, yeah. that that yeah. is that is interesting. What's the difference between a Fighters Guild and an Order of Knights? Uh, well, the Fighters Guild is is imperial, and I would say knights are adherent to a specific throne. Well, or city state. Uh, knights don't have to be. I think it. I think it comes down to paperwork. I mean, they, yeah. Well, I, I, think I mean, it's, that they, it's about uh, their code of conduct. It's about um, yeah, what kind I of mean, jobs they you, accept and don't when accept. When you think of the rules of like chivalry and things right. like that, you know, they have they have a lord. I mean, they're like samurai in that respect. I mean, yeah. knights and samurai are very similar. Um, you know, other than how they view honoring combat. I mean, well, it, knight, also, it depends if, on if what, European, what, what era you're talking about, what, what, uh, yeah, what, what year I mean, you're talking about the knights. You, you know? think, you know, in, in, in like a knightly duel, you know, if one of, one of the guys gets knocked over, well, the other combatant being a good sport will help him up. Yeah. But then a samurai, like, ha you're dead. And that's, you know, because you, you take, you take that opportunity to kill and, you know, the person on the ground, they understand, Hey, you won, you got me on the ground. I meet my death willingly. Like oh. that's you know that's that's kind of the. Me, me, meanwhile, if if it's a nightly duel, the guy's going to be calling foul right as the but right as the mall the hits his yellow face. flag throw there gets is, thrown up in the air. There is the kind of the connotation of lo- of loyalty to a cause, though. I think is the thing yes. I, yeah. I want to point out that uh-huh. um, that the 
the mages mm. guild when they started they had to they had to defend their premises and they did and they basically hired hired guards who presumably just flipped when someone gave them a better offer uh-huh. it doesn't say that yeah. they they were the fighters guild but they they had mercenaries and so they and so they founded the order of the lamp um right. in order to just engender that yeah. sort of a loyalty so i think that's the difference that you've got loyalty to something other than fight and cash well yeah because it's important when you're when like because i'm actually glad you brought up the idea of uh of counterpayments it, it's important when you're a mercenary for you to have a, a something like a code of conduct even at the very least that code of conduct is if you pay me this amount of gold then from this date to this date i will serve only you and it doesn't matter how much somebody else hires me for you know because you because as a employer of a mercenary i want to make absolutely sure that if i offer you 100 gold to guard my safe and then another guy comes along and offers you 150 gold to go somewhere else you're not going to go somewhere else that's sort of the yeah. you know that yeah. that's that's kind of like a guarantee that uh, that you know that any employer is going to want is that i need to get what i paid for even if somebody mm. comes along with more money than me yeah and because yeah. the because the fighters guild is state backed you can also right. assume that that's going to have some level to do with it as well. Yeah, that, yeah some, uh, some, be... some measure of honesty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of, legality of, or uh, yeah, contracts. Yeah, yeah. Standardization of, of like honor or something. Mm-hmm. Like if you say you're going to do something, at yeah. least see it through. Yeah, and if the, if the fighters guild guys that I hired desert after, yeah. you know, like well, then, halfway well, through the their f- contract, then I get to go to the head of the fighters guild and say, your guys left halfway through the contract and get a refund or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or be reimbursed or, mm-hmm. or, you know, those guys get kicked out or something like that. Right. Yeah. Con- yeah. Con- contracts are pretty important for this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, that, that I think is, whereas knights on the other hand are going to, re- it's, it's are, more, are, there's probably still going to be a contract of some kind. It's usually um, verbal, I would imagine. Like, yes, it, I, I solemnly swear to, you I think know. to a degree, yes. But I, I, if I recall correctly, in real life, I believe that when knights signed up, when, when somebody became a knight, there was paperwork. I think there was documents that, that had to be sold, because, oh, that had to be signed and, and notarized because, there were, because you had to be able to then prove that you were working for, that you were yeah. a knight in the service yeah. of a person. Um, yeah. James, I think, wanted to say something. Um and and if not, then like I have like a bit of insight into like how certain knightly orders worked and how they came. About. Oh, good. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I yeah, it's it's gone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it oh, might come okay. back. <clears throat> All right. Um. <clears throat> so here's the thing, right? Is like just to use like our actual real world and how various knightly orders uh-huh. of a variety came up. But we're going to focus more on the European ones because people will know some of them. They often started by trying to be a non, like, state or kingdom-oriented solution to a problem. Uh So, for example, uh, the very famous Knights Templar, Uh they originally got their start uh, protecting Christian pilgrims on their way to pilgrimage to the Holy Land. Uh Now, obviously, like, you know, their mission creep got way out of hand to the point that led to their eventual destruction. But initially, it was like a bunch of guys who got together, who got together, like the church on the mount or something like that, and said, you know what? It's dangerous roads out there. We are good Christians, and we should protect our fellow Christians. Here we form a brotherhood to protect pilgrims. Uh That's how it started. The Knights Hospital, where we get the word hospital from, said, there's a lot of sick and needy people here. We're going to build like big fortified places where the sick can come and get better and they're not going to be like killed or slaughtered and we're going to uh-huh. protect them 
So people can't just come in and like stab a dude who's missing a leg or something while he's looking for this guy. Hey, (laughs) like that's that's how the Knights Hospitaller got their start. Um, uh, The Order of Malta was again all about um, giving refuge and uh, protecting like the sea lanes in the area from piracy and uh, giving refuge to people who had either been shipwrecked or were like um, on their way through and very poor and needed some help for supplies or water, or whatever. Like that's how these things start. Now, obviously they got bigger and things changed, but uh-huh. the original purpose of knightly orders was the king or the kingdom or the empire are too busy to do all these different things. So we, a brotherhood of people who have a like-minded view about this one thing, want to do it. In a way, like you can think of it as like a really weird and like noble, like selected class version of ever so slightly mutual aid, kind of like we want a secure road. So uh the the knightly order of the rose of St. Abbotsford is you know, yes, uh we're we here, we're we protect these roads that lead to this kind of remote monastery and protect people heading to these few towns along the way. We're we're basically the police, but we're a knightly order. Um, that's how a lot of them worked. However, they were also very open to corruption. So you could have like basically some noble douchebag, and he gets a couple of his bros together, and then some of their friends and their like you know uh, what do, what do you call them like enforcers say, yeah, yeah we're a knightly bruisers. order. Oh no, we're guarding this road. Pay up. Like uh-huh. it became yeah. a racket. Um, So there Mm -hmm. were different ways in which knightly orders came about and what they started as. Um, Well, one, even even I mean, you can you can kind of extend the idea to to samurai uh, during like the the Meiji Restoration. Um, When when uh, samurai were no longer needed, they became effectively Ronin, got it in, got into a lot of drinking, a lot of gambling. Suddenly they're criminals. And, uh, you know, because they they've they've lost their purpose as as a. A a class, as, as a fighting force and as a class of people um, is that the samurai used to be so respected and then they just weren't anymore uh, because of, of Japan, you know, westernizing. Goddamn so, westernization! Oh, we fuck everything up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Why except, people? except cheese production. We're, we're really good at cheese. Yeah, there dairy are, is something are, that, 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 that we have a, a, on our hands. Yeah. Um, Mostly because we're the only ones that can actually eat cheese. But, um, actually, actually, my box of no, lactate that's, disagrees that's with you. For a different time, I actually know about this stuff. That's um, due to genetics and people with cattle population. Felix knows exactly, cheese. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so, 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 in essence, the difference between like a knightly order and the fighters guild is that the knightly order is a country club, and the fighters guild is a union job. Yeah. Yeah. More or less, if you mm-hmm. want to just really bare bones of like that. Which yeah. actually <laughs> works on a lot of levels because a lot of knights were born into the position. You can't, uh, uh, if anybody's seen Knight's Tale or read their Chaucer, you know that you can't just um, throw plate mail on and call yourself a knight. Shit don't work that way. Um, yeah. Then you're, if, if you do, you're just an armored nuisance. Yeah, if you do, yeah, you're violating the law. Yeah, even if you were born to it, it could cause issues. If you were kind of further, far enough down the pecking order of, I, of the of the sunship, you basically had nothing to do because all you had was your title and no wealth. So yeah. you turned to banditry anyway. Yeah, uh, I think I have a copy of all Chaucer's stuff. Uh, same. I should. See what is that? that? Not an English me. teacher, of course. Uh-huh. You have a 
um, have a copy of Chaucer somewhere. Yeah. But but which version of English is it in? I was just about to say, yeah. Like, uh, is it the hard it version or the, or the easy version? Relatively contemporary, <laughs> okay. I think. Is, 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 it the, is it the really hard version, the kind of hard version, or the, okay, yeah. Uh, the, the, the old right. English version? Yeah, the, the one with the spelling issues. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, not no. old English. Well, now I'm going to go look. Yeah, it's Middle English. <laughs> Right. Uh, I, we are uh, such fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, welcome to the premise it's of this like, cast. Yeah, I think I have, Foster. I think oh, I'm yeah, to, is yeah, it in the yeah, old yeah, English or the or the wait, It's not. None of it's old English. It's middle English. Anyway, we all It's not old English because it's more like this. Like my fucking god. I so my my mother has a degree in the one that sounds German. See, she actually. So I actually learned Chaucer in Middle English first. Jesus. Oh, yeah. That's rugged. Yeah. That was rugged. Yeah, it was. That's it hipster. Was fun. That's hipster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you know it's in the real Middle English? There it is, Canterbury Tales. Okay, but what what, what kind of English you got is, in there? Is it readable see. or is it a puzzle? Uh, let's see. Edited by V.A. Colt and Blending Olson, the Norton Critical Edition. Just read a paragraph out loud. Let's see. First, oh yeah, yeah. No, this this has this has lots of spelling problems. Oh good. First on the wall was paint was painted a four. I think it's painted P E Y N T E D. A forest with an E on the end. In which well, yeah, they put E's on the end of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know how well you can. Yeah, read I don't think that's Not middle English. Is it? Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it is. No, it's, it's, that's middle English. Okay. Middle English, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. middle, old middle English. English is the English that kind of looks like English, and you can read it, but you get a headache. Old English is just it's German. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 Beowulf, I believe, is written in Old English, and it yes. sounds very German. Yeah. Yeah. It, yes. it has a lot of Germanic. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's probably why I ended up learning German instead of Spanish because my brain was already primed for it. Doctor, <laughs> Doctor Knights, I too can write Middle yeah, English after three glasses. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I'm related now. That's something I actually really enjoyed about the TV show Vikings is that mm-hmm. when they show them meeting the the English and like, sure, we hear them speaking English, but when we see it from the Vikings' perspective, they're actually speaking awesome. old English, and so they're they're wow. saying like, you know, that's actually really cool. Yeah, us Vesse Oxa instead of this is West, this is Wessex. Yes, I love you. That's fantastic. That's really great. Awesome. I've been meaning to watch that show, but I don't. Anyway, hey, we it's all. Fighters Guild. I think we're I think we're good here. I think we're yeah, good I, here. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think we're yeah. at an hour and fifty three minutes. Did we want to get to an email? Oh yes, Ooh, do we have one? We had an email. Yes, do we have one? Yep. We have an email. Have, we have like we, a. Yeah, we need a jingle. We yeah, we need a Blues Clues jingle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, 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 from Jan, we have hi, love the podcast. I've noticed that uh-huh. a lot of quests in Skyrim are quite similar, be it the main quest, Dark Brotherhood, Thieves Guild, DLCs, or even some side quests like uh-huh. the one about Patema. There's always something in the past so long ago that people think it's a myth, uh-huh. and they make a point of having somebody ridicule the very possibility of it. But guess what? It's coming back to bite everyone on the ass now. Uh-huh. Be it dragons, the night mother, nocturnal, vampires, mirak, better go deal with them or the world's going to end. What's up with that? Is there something That's- going on with them? That, that's that's a uh, commentary on Reaganomics. Yeah, that's, that is one of my favorite emails ever, and that's yeah. like one of the rants I do on my YouTube channel. Yeah, it's actually um, okay. So that happens a lot. Like, all right, so I'm going to be. Gen- I'm going to start by. We're going to start by being very generous. Okay. Um, so one of the great aspects about um, one of the, one of my favorite aspects about uh, Tamrielic history is how goddamn long it is. 
It's been around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Um, the example that I keep giving people is uh, uh, the United States is what, 450 years old, right? Um, Two hundred and like thirty, yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah four hundred is a bit much. So the uh, yeah, excuse me. Um, so the 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 thing that I keep Discovery bringing up is uh, is uh, can you tell me definitively whether or not George Washington had wooden teeth or not? And most people, him and haw about that shit. They are not sure. And I think it's interesting that we're only talking about you know about two hundred something years ago, and. Uh, we're talking about one of the founding fathers, one of the most important people in the history of the of, of American history, and you don't know whether or not his grill was fucked up or not. And that's I think uh, I think that's really really relevant to when you're talking about Tamarielic history and when you start to see repetition of things like oh this this demon has come back or this this uh, we've rediscovered this ancient horror or something. And, uh, and and that everybody thought was a myth, you know. Um, uh, uh, in Skyrim, for God's sake, they have people saying like, "I thought dragons were a myth. I thought they were all dead." No, they're just gone for a little while. You idiot. You know that kind of stuff. Um, the, uh, it, it, it's it's like living in the <clears throat> early 1900s and, and saying, well, that's "I thought of, these Egyptian tombs were a myth." Yeah, and that's that's what I wanted to that's what I wanted to bring up is that you have that additional layer of. Um, recorded history is not nearly as accurate in in Tamriel as it is in uh, in in the past like a thousand odd years of uh, of human history. What's up, Felix? Uh, well, just a few things. I know we've actually brought that point up about George Washington before, and I know yeah. the answer to that. Oh yeah. Um, no, no, no. He had no, was, no he had a bunch, his his, mouth. Mouth. his teeth were made of a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. It was uh, it was ebony animal, and uh, uh, I mean not animal, ebony, ivory and uh, a little bit of metal and bones and also slave uh, teeth. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But the second point I wanted to make was uh, to add to your point. <clears throat> there's also the issue of you know a, a, another great example for me that I would love to use too. That like that's a great example with George Washington about how even <clears throat> just, you know only a couple centuries ago we don't know. Yeah. Um, there's or, well, the there's doubt. Of, you know, we know, but no, most people don't. Is what right. I, is what my point is. Um, it's not. It's not common. Mm-hmm. We experts know. We the general population don't. If I can just say 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 the piece though, another great (laughs) example to use is Troy. So Troy was you know it's in this big epic. We think oh he's surely embellishing. We can't find any evidence of Troy in real life whatsoever. But eventually enough enough archaeologists kind of put their collective brains together and figured out. Wait, no, you know what? We actually found Troy. It's here on the coast of Turkey. Mm-hmm. But that was something that, you know, had become so lost over the thousands of years mm-hmm. and buried under the sands. That it's like, wow, actually, okay, no, apparently Troy did exist. Mm-hmm. We thought yeah. it was did, a did, myth did, and did. an allegory for something. Yeah, right? and it's a whole you know, it's say Troy. People who are like, Atlant- that means Atlantis is real. And it's like, okay, no, cool your chance, <laughs> but... <laughs> I, I, I mean, theoretically, Atlantis could have been a settlement, an island dedicated to Poseidon. But Atlantis, oh, the myth, no. Atlantis, the farming village, yeah, probably. But that's the that's that's based largely my point is that yeah. it, you you can't really if you if you if you take the way history is recorded in Tamriel, which is badly, and then like largely word of mouth, which we know is mutant as shit. And uh, I mean, like word of mouth, the, the, the way that people are currently talking about things is not representative of the way that they currently that they have been in the past. And to prove my point, um, just take a look at what Snoop Dogg is doing nowadays. 
Um, uh, uh, white white mothers think that dude is fantastic. Uh, and dog and uh, Martha Stewart, which one's been yes. to jail? You know, forty yeah. years ago, they thought he was a straight double. So, I mean, like oh. that's just. I, I mean, it's just an interesting uh, a mutation of fact. And so, when I'm pretty sure Snoop Dogg has been to jail, but he's not a convicted felon. Yeah. So, Andy, I don't know. I don't know the guy's rap sheet. I'm not. I'm whatever. Um, <laughs> so um, when so when it comes to uh, uh, so the idea of returning evil in in a in in plots and video in in Elder Scrolls video games makes perfect sense to me. Of course, people in Skyrim, which was like like. The Skyrim used to be like obsessed with dragons. Of course, they don't know whether or not dragons like definitively or not exist or not because it's been what I think somebody show, actually worked out. It was Nordic like over a thousand years. I think it was like over a thousand years before, years. or thousands like, you know, of years before a dragon Egypt had been seen. To now, yeah, like, yeah. and so, yeah, exactly, um, yeah, and that's a great point. It's like uh, um, uh, 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 there, there's all kinds of. Uh, uh, Really great example. If you go back one thousand years in American in 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 Earth history and see what was happening back then, it'll shock the hell out of you. The kind of stuff that was happening a, a thousand years ago. Um, and, 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 you feel, and, that feels and like a completely different like dimension. Like it happened to a completely different like planet altogether. Um, more importantly, a thousand years ago. Yeah, going back at that, even a thousand years in history. And uh, what's shocking is how little we know. Right, and yeah. about. And, things that you we think we know a lot about yeah because the because record keeping is rugged and, and, um, and not even re- not even just record keeping but shifts in language i mean uh-huh. like and well, poli- well, politics like, and records being destroyed very, i mean up until very 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 recently we had no i we had almost no idea about the written records of mycenaean greece uh-huh. Uh-huh. i think it was like maybe two years ago when we had kind of a major breakthrough in the language yeah. All I remember is my Greek history professor walking into class one day and just being like, surprise, the first half of this class was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> UBS majors get used to this. <laughs> um, that that would have been like simultaneously a great and terrible day because on the one hand, tell me more, I wish to know. Yeah. And the other uh, half of me is like, fuck yeah. So what's going to be on the exam, dipshit? Yeah. Um, we already had the midterm, I, but that lecture went from like 10 minutes before class started to a half hour after it ended. Yeah, I'll bet. I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to go back to the email question. Yes. Okay. And so, um, so, that's the, uh, so, so that's the reason why shit gets forgotten. Um, why is there a, now, like, if, if you were to ask me, like, why is it often the same things that get forgotten? I, I don't know necessarily if that's true. I mean, myths and, and I mean, that's just kind of the way of history. Things bob back and forth. That yeah. Things are, you know. And, and the more extraordinary something is, I mean, like, if your friend Bob catches a fish that's as tall as he is and he doesn't yeah. have photo proof, are you going to believe him? No. Nope. I mean, Bob's I mean, an asshole. That, he doesn't know what he's talking let's about. Say, let's say there was a huge storm or something that, that completely buried all the Easter Island heads. Same. And then a thousand years later, they were found again. Whoa, we had no idea these were here. Why oh, did they bury so them under the ground like that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and it's, it's, yeah, it, it, just, it just comes yeah. back up. I mean, it's just the ebb and flow. Why, why Plus, would uh, aliens come to this remote island and bury <laughs> statues? And- <laughs> Plus, yeah. you've got things like, um, if it's. Those aren't statues, these, those are just fossilized aliens. But uh-huh. for, for the, on, example Felix, of, you know um, the example of Potema, just as, as an example, uh-huh. like, that's someone who lost. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and to go all um all um aphoristic on people, 
history gets written by the victors. So uh -huh. there's whatever details, particularly details you don't want people to remember. Uh -huh. I mean, I mean, for for in the example of Potemus, Skyrim <clears throat> was supposed supposedly flooded with Daedra for a good chunk of her reign. But Although you I don't I, really I want would... people to remember that. So you leave details out or you exaggerate others to serve whatever purpose you're doing in the telling. I, so, I would So you're never gonna get the whole picture anyway. That aphorism history is written about winners. We don't call we don't necessarily care about losers. Well well but but like how much do you know about the German army during World War One? Less than you know about ours or the British or the French. Oh. Well, well, I, I think, I th except I think for the that fact that their uniforms were pretty cool. I, mean, I think while, while, while the phrase James used is largely accurate, there, there are instances where it's actually the opposite. Take, for example, the Confederacy. Yeah. Uh, they, they spent a long time uh, revising history to make themselves and their goals look better than they actually were. And, and, and that was a largely response to social movements in the 1920s. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, I, I, don't, I, was... I could I could talk for hours just on that alone. I don't, uh -huh. I don't yeah. want to get too far down that. When, when I, um, when I, I left that part of the Carolina, country to get away from that kind of shit. So. Yeah, when I, when I lived in South Carolina, there was actually a museum called the Confederate Relic Room. Oh. Not museum. It was relics, relics. of the Confederate. Yeah, make make and, it, make and, it and, sound cooler. And it was actually the, the cool thing about it was <clears throat> it was written by the losers. Yeah. The Confederates basically the, the wives and daughters yeah, the, of Confederate the, soldiers. The War of Northern Aggression, the, the uh, Colfax riots and not the Colfax massacre. Et cetera, I mean, et cetera. But, yeah. but the cool thing about it was it was a spectacular view into the pathology of the losing side in a conflict. And also, the uh, curator of the museum hated the Confederacy, like yeah. like painted them. Well, all right. Um, when, yeah. when 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 the politics uh, when 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 it started becoming politically inconvenient for Southern states to fly Confederate flags, he was the guy appointed to show the Confederate flag that had been flown at the Capitol, and he was like, "Oh, I hate this. Screw uh -huh. this. I'm going to put this in a corner, and it's going to get and it's going to get an inscription the size of like a freaking fortune cookie." Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so well, if another I... thing, um, just about the uh, the 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 email, it could also just be you know repetitive <clears throat> storytelling. Like we see it a lot in past movies, like boy meets girl, boy, uh, girl hates boy, girl mm -hmm. falls in love with boy, they live happily ever after, yep. or okay, storytelling. Maybe, maybe, we're, well, we know you're like Canadian, but an adventure. Like, you don't have uh... to throw Avril Lavigne down our throat. <laughs> <laughs> Are you if holding you up a hand? Any Canadian that has throw Ryan Reynolds. We want him. Yeah. No, Are you holding up a hand? Here? And What's going on? Speaking speaking as a heterosexual man, I would let Ryan Reynolds dominate me. That's, yeah. that's, every, every heterosexual man would. He's our general. I mean, he he is a gorgeous gorgeous man. Um, I'm going to tell you, him you said that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Every Canadian at the meeting. So so anyway, I wanted to have my response to that email from a literary perspective. Yes. Um good cause because i was about to ask so that. yeah um honestly i think a lot of it is just a theme that they're trying to present uh -huh. it's uh you know it 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 tries to create depth in the history of the world and that the history still connects to now uh -huh. um mm. and and it's it may be making a statement about tamriel as a whole uh, -huh. uh things are just constantly happening here it is it is the arena 
we've always got some danger we've got to deal with. And this manner of time, I mean, it's, it's, it's part of the cycle. And, and so the, the theme there is, is I would say paying attention to the past and being mm-hmm. prepared to, to, to deal with the old scores that have yet to be set. And, and, and from a psychological perspective, nothing is ever truly over. No. Right. And is, that's also, that's also the dream why. of a highly traumatized individual. Mm. Yeah. That's that's it's also why until they're done with until that, they're done processing. That's also why stuff gets forgotten as well, because um I mean the the apocalypse that happened last month has already been um you've you've already had two others since then. <laughs> um so we, we didn't have time to write all of the stuff down because we were too busy surviving Thanks. the apocalypse last Tuesday. Things were flying look, at us. Look, yeah. look man. This is just a normal Tuesday for all of us at this point. Yeah. 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 It's and it's Saturday. Uh, it's a uh, uh, It's Saturday time for your weekly apocalypse. <laughs> I, I do I, I do like the idea that that um having these sort of like, you know, you know, uh horrible things that happened in the past coming back to haunt us. It it creates that that sense of how old Tamriel is. Yeah. Uh and it how a sense of urgency, a sense of grandeur, a sense yeah. of you know, it's something that you have to stop and go, oh, wow, this is a big deal. Yeah, and, and it also allows you to say something like, you can also have dialogue to the point of, you know, yes, this is a terrible, we know that this is a terrible existential threat because the last time it happened, yeah, this, you know, and we don't want things to get that bad. So we're going to yeah. ha- we're gonna cut this one off like before things then, get really terrible. But then or, the bit with... The bit with the the naysayer character, the, the non-believer who, who doesn't, Oh, that's that's just a myth. Room, don't bother with that. I wonder if that's almost the voice of the world responding to these dangers in a realistic way. Um, it's 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 the perspective of the world as a whole. No, we live in a normal world where these things don't happen, which maybe ties it to our world, and so uh-huh. we can relate mm. to that. Uh-huh. And I mean, that may just be kind of a, I, I don't want to say cheap literary device, but it is a, it is a, an easy literary device. Well, that, that was where I was headed with my mean answer. I gave my nice answer before. My mean answer yeah. was, um, these are uh, relatively easy plot devices to come up with. Yeah. Um, and you can vary like, them enough that, that they don't seem yeah. so repetitive. But obviously it wasn't not repetitive enough. Strings dying a little uh, bit, yeah. Um, and that, I see it's true. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Right. Um. And that's yeah. sort of one of the one of the issues that uh, what like the the most negative thing that I can say about this uh about um that tendency in Elder Scrolls lore is that it's either um stuff that uh has happened that they've written out in the uh in the past and um uh. And uh, oh, it may be it may be dead entirely. I may have to hold on a second. I might have to reboot this. Uh, I've, uh, I've hey. got to stop streaming. Start streaming. Um, so it, it might be uh, um, it might be uh, a, a little bit rude to say that uh, sometimes these are stories that the developers have written and uh, they they kept in the back of their head and they're like, you know, I want to do something more with that, and they they you know they drag it out because there are no new ideas and. You know, whatever. I mean, it's. Well, I, I mean, authors like writing sequels. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 We like to continue mm-hmm. old stories, familiar stories. People mm-hmm. come back for the familiar stuff. 
Well, inhabiting uh, a, a Star Wars episodes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, well. Yep. I mean, my partner's a my partner's an author, and once you once you inhabit a character for long enough, they don't go away. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, they yeah. don't go away. Ideally, yeah. Uh, they kind they kind of take a unless they're, unless they're dead, in which case you write a prequel. Well, I mean, Johnny Depp talks about how he's still trying to shake Hunter S. Thompson up, so that's hmm. apparently a role that he's never been able to quit. So. Uh, Fun well, games. I mean, even even playing like D anD D, you know, I mean, that's something I kind of play with sometimes when I have my character, and I try to determine what they will do. But I I give up my own responsibility to that character, uh-huh. and I let the character <clears throat> make the choice. There is no character; it's all imaginary. It's all in my head, uh-huh. but still, it's them. With the rain, so it's almost like I've created this, 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 this deciding force that that can somehow make choices independently uh-huh. of me consciously, and and that's always fun to experience. That's always fun to play with. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, sorry, real, real quick, uh, I haven't heard from Ice Fire Warden in a while. Yeah, you still, still there? Got any thoughts? Oh yeah, I'm still here. I'm also just working on an essay right now. Oh, okay. okay. What's up? All right. Um, so um, I, I mean, I hope that answers the question. Um, yeah. it's, yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of like everything that we we're just discussing. It's a, a little bit of, uh, it's, I wouldn't call it lazy writing, but it is, you know, um, it's Convenient repetitive writing. writing and it's, uh, Convenient. It's, that's a, it's, that's well, a good. And it's the writing that, de- because at Bethesda, at the very least, the developers are also frequently writers and, um, they will, uh, they have like ideas that they really like to use. And, uh, or you know, little bits of lore that they wrote about in the past that they want to fool around with a little bit, and it's, it's fine. It's I mean, it's like, their baby; uh, they can do what they want. It's um, like uh, train was with trains. Everybody yeah, <laughs> um, I, I like trains. Yeah. Hey, what's and up? By the way, because of that, <laughs> bingo. Yeah. Oh, hey, there you go. Um, so I think <laughs> that's going to do at, us for today. I'm going to call it like because we've just been there. yeah, we, we, we've hit two hours and fifteen minutes, and we're just hugely Sorry. off topic. Um, yep. But, um, if you do want to send us an email, though, you. drop us a line to, to ramble about at length and go hugely <laughs> off topic. Um, <laughs> we are selectiveslawcast at gmail.com and send, um, just send, send us an email and we will get we will get to it. Yeah, provided uh, I stream sometime in the next six months. Um, yeah, uh, I'm moving into the house uh, September 1st. So um, oh, that's uh, very powerful. Or, or possibly the 23rd uh, of uh, August. Mm. So. Um, oh. either, yeah, we'll, well, we'll see. Let's... I don't want to guarantee anything yet. Um, anyway, Absolutely. thanks very much, everybody. Um, we will see you. I don't know when we're going to stream next, so that's nah, all there is to it. We'll uh, see as soon goes. as I humanly can. All right. Um, everybody wave. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.